0: Rely on on X Hunt when I'm hunting turkeys. It is an invaluable turkey hunting tool. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without your essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. Man, I was just in Hawaii and I had my Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie with me. Or visit seafoamworks.com to learn more. This is the Meat Eater Podcast coming at you shirtless, severely bug bitten, and in my case, underwearless.
1: The Meat Eater Podcast. You can't predict anything.
0: Presented by Onx Hunt, creators of the most comprehensive digital mapping system for hunters. Download the Hunt app from the iTunes or Google Play Store. Know where you stand with OnX. Okay, buddy, we're on. We're on a I'm tempted to say we're on Luke Combs' tour bus, but that's not accurate. We're on the tour bus of Luke Combs' band.
2: Correct. We are. We are on the, the band's bus. And they sleep in little submarine mariner bunks. Yeah, which is also great because I feel like this is a prime opportunity to to tell them that I've just destroyed their bus. They're not going to oh. know.
1: The
2: floor feels a little so bit So right now, as they're listening to this, what has he done to our bus? They won't know until shows start again. This is day three little, of it,
0: too. Like a little funny prank in each bunk bed.
2: You, you can't see here, but we have a, a lot of great mediator stickers. And i we'll soon be finding out which bunk my vegan band member sleeps in, and I'll probably just pop this right above his <laughs> thing, so that every night when he goes to sleep, he'll be looking he'll at be a sticker. Sticker, yeah.
0: Uh, okay, um, starting with because that 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 was, that was the beautiful and lovely Luke Holmes. I want to do intros. Oh, the yeah. Dossett tones and go a, as though dealing poker.
3: Giannis Patelis,
4: just regular, old just Gianni, mm-hmm. little just here, eagle here again. Yeah, I'm Reed Isbell, the younger brother of the Brothers Hunt.
5: I'm Dan Isbell, and uh, I'm a member of the Brothers Hunt. I'm also a member of the Fabian Eagles. Yeah, <laughs> Fabian Seagulls. Fabian Seagulls. Fabian Seagulls. Fat and Fat Seagulls. Yeah. Fat Seagulls. Yeah. yeah, the Labian Eagle, Fabian Seagulls, me yeah. and Luke. Yep. Yeah.
0: and then Luke Torque. Luke Torque. Yeah, Luke Torque. will Torque. Torque. Torque, whose new nickname is just, plain just old. It's
1: just Torque. It's, it's kind of hard having two Lukes. Plain old Torque. Yeah, so just Torque now, I guess. I think, yeah, we had to figure I think out. I'm,
2: like, originally, I was like... Oh man, I was like really fighting to be the Luke and yeah. then Tort came along and I was like, "Damn, dude, I wish I was like fucking reciprocating saw or something." You know, <laughs> <thing>? like a <laughs> you know, like x or something cool like that. But now yeah. I'm not. So. Yeah.
1: Horsepower maybe. Yeah, horsepower, yeah. HP. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh the Isabel,
4: you Isabel brothers are from born in Tennessee. Well, born in born in Jackson, but from Savannah, Tennessee. West Tennessee. West Tennessee. Yeah. Right where the easiest way to tell is right where Mississippi, Alabama, and Tennessee meets. We're a, a county above that, and Savannah's the county seat. But Cause. we
0: spent
5: the majority of our lives in Mississippi. Yeah. Oh,
0: Also, okay, so that's what I was trying to sort
5: out. Yeah. I thought I, I assumed you were born there. Well, grandparents live there. Parents are both, both from there. I went to Mississippi State. My so, band line, my 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 bandmates say country Dan is from Mississippi got gotcha. you and the sophisticated dan yeah from tennessee i guess tell uh tell people what you do for a living so reed and i are both staff songwriters at uh, a couple different publishing companies and we literally write songs in hopes that uh artists cut them
4: uh on records and then maybe singles that's kind of what we do yeah yeah i write dan writes for sony and i actually write luke and uh, one of our buddies jonathan singleton started a publishing company and I did a joint venture with his company and a company called big machine publishing. And yeah, we, we write four or five times a week with different either co-writers or artists and, and go in with ideas, licks, melodies, whatever, and try to create a three minute product that an artist, you know, like Luke or somebody else will, will dig and can relate to and throw it on a record and hopefully throw it on the radio. So when you're doing this, I mean, you're just, you get together,
0: uh, like like in the words of John Prine, 10 a.m. on a Monday morning. Just about. Usually it's 11, 11 now. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Back then it was, yeah. That then, was uh, late close right so Now it's so close. close. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. You get to go to 11 a.m. on a Monday morning. Hard day. In like an office. Early start. I mean, it's not And you really like, what?
2: We will now write a song. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much it's kind of like that. It, weirdly enough is yeah.
1: it is it like a like full-on music studio you just no, got like every instrument it can in there.
2: No, it can each, change each publishing house is is different so like where dan's at sony atv they have actually two buildings one's called the fire hall which is an old fire station that they bought there's a couple rooms in there that's kind of the vibe of your spot yeah, here yeah and then they have their office that's across the parking lot which is like two-story Newer looking office building where the track guys set up. Track guys, but the executives are in there. Yeah, they, they work in that same building, and then there are rooms provided. But it can, and be, that's where you're going in to do it. It can be sterile. Majority it, of the it time, it sounds like that, It can be that, very sterile. It's like going to a college classroom, it or can something.
1: be
4: very yes. sterile. And because blot- it feels like, like you're working from a cubicle up there, like it's very, very plain.
5: No man. I mean, here's the thing. It's like. It, <laughs> You're not going to be at your job or whatever. You're not going to walk in inspired every day, regardless of where you're doing it. But but you can be inspired in other places and bring that kind of into the room and go, hey, man, my wife told me to wash the dishes this morning. And I got to thinking, that's a pretty decent hook. I should wash the car, or wash the dishes, but you can't wash my love away from you or whatever. And then- <laughs> Dude, that is a really Quick, yeah, did you so just do I'm that right then? Because you're just sitting here in a tour bus right now. No, I mean, I'm just saying it can be like a somewhat sterile environment, uh, but at the same time, when you're in your head and it's you're using the majority of your imagination anyway, it, it's kind of just a central meeting place to, to get it done, you know what I mean? So, if you want to break for lunch, you can walk outside and you're right there. Uh, the, the publisher that you're trying to get the song to is literally across the parking lot, um, and it's just kind of a central meeting place for... for I mean, if I walked into a place and it was just a bunch of John Prine posters and Willie Nelsons, and there was incense burning in the corner, I don't know that I'd be any more inspired than I am when I'm in a... That's a good point. Which spring. totally... Ha-
4: that, that room's in
5: Nashville somewhere. Like, There's a bunch of... <laughs> there is there, that room. That room really? incense yeah. burning and if the you were place. in that room, you'd be going, God, we should get these
4: freaking pictures of Willie Nelson off this wall so I could think. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason to how you do it. You know, you just... As long as you end at a... At a in the product that everybody likes and agrees with, man. You can write one in this, this bus. You've written, we've written songs on, you know, outside. We've written songs on the porch. Just kind of wherever you feel like doing it. Do you guys have an obligation to how many songs you're supposed to write
5: per whatever? 12 whole songs a year is a standard contract, which doesn't sound like very much. But when you're splitting them up three ways and four ways and two ways.
2: I, yeah, it counts as a fourth of a song or half of a song. I got you. So yeah.
4: contractually, within the year, you're supposed to write 12. That's that's the normal the twelve normal. full quote yeah. unquote yeah so like but 12. we write way more I mean yeah I, we all all yeah, three of I us f- close to seventy eight hundred songs a year
3: yeah I'm amazed at the efficiency when you guys say that you guys can in four or five hours start to finish and have a song
5: I would say probably what Luke seventy five percent of the time that's the case but there is yeah. that weird twenty five percent where you go man my brain is absolute mush. My dog's pissing all over everything in the house at this point. Kids, it cool if we break and maybe come back and finish this up another day? Because some days, dude, especially on like a late, like a Friday when you're just like smoked after sitting in a room trying to make word drum for forty hours at
4: this point, you may just cut it in half. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If or you don't just, have it, or like you don't have a clear direction of where that second verse is going to go, true. or something like that, you say, hey, maybe we just sit on this for a day. And I feel like
2: a lot of big dudes like don't. A lot of big time guys aren't doing Fridays. Even now, no, like a lot of guys that are getting because like the quality of who you're writing with can be as important as writing that extra day absolutely you know, if you're writing four days a week with you know if you write with Eric Church and then you write with whoever you know big time artist writer guys, that's different than saying you know I gotta go in and write with five people that I don't know yeah, up and coming that aren't yeah. proven or yeah. whatever that's tougher that's tougher in my opinion to do absolutely so the bigger guys are they're doing less less quote-unquote work but they're just they have just a quality. lot more avenues to, to, to success for that potential song you know yeah um what is the is the,
0: pardon me for saying this but in talk hanging out with you guys it, it seems like, I, I know there's a lot of mystique and creating stuff but it seems like it's uh Something that I thought used to kind of occur in people's minds, or like on their back porch, or whatever. Like uh, realizing that it's formalized. Is that normal for? Is that normal for other musical genres where you're like you like are
2: making? It's like you're making a product. I think you would be shocked. I I think what I'm trying to say is that our genre is the most creative. Absolutely. Is that right? Like you pop out inspired, to L.A., really You inspired. pop out to L.A., buddy, and it is like an assembly line. There's 14 guys on one song. Yeah. Three guys in a separate room working on lyrics. Three guys in a separate room build writing the, the track. Demo, build the demo. Three guys in a separate room doing the create, trying to create a signature lick for this thing. And it's like, and then they may go after all that's gone. That's nine dudes. They may decide that sampling an old Queen song is the way to go. So then you have to slap everyone that wrote that queen song on top of the nine guys that wrote it together and you're talking 14 or 15 dudes are credited with writing that one song that's what it's really like on really popular music it's
4: insane that's even crazy to me yeah you know and i've never been out yeah. to la to write but i just from my experience in nashville and how we do it there you mm-hmm. know i can't imagine being in a room with that many people trying to get mm-hmm. something done. Jeez. And then they meet back up together
2: and then they put it all, you know, they might have a little 20 second track thing they build together in the beginning and go, all right, here's the basis. And this guy's sitting there humming something, you know.
0: What would be an art name an artist who, like a pop artist, who's probably, unless you don't want to, whose process is like this?
2: All of them. Almost yeah, I would say, I, I mean,
5: wow. I would think it would be easier to name the guys who aren't, who like, right. I would say Ed Sheeran. Is Ed Sheeran's one, is not one doing that. Not Ed doing Sheeran's that. not doing that. He's a pure songwriter.
2: He's an s- absolute, but he's also the biggest artist in the world.
5: Beyonce would be a good example of someone who's probably not.
2: Adele is probably not connected. doing that.
5: They're not literally connected to their songs as, as much as, like, I would say, an Ed Sheeran or, or us.
2: Even. I think Adele is probably one of the more organic ones out there. But
5: uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, like they're, they're inspired artists, right? They're there. I I make this analogy all the time in Nashville. There's like, I have a guy I work with who's like kind of a rock guy. Right. So when he comes in, everything he, everything he throws out is going to be his, he has to write his own original ideas, like has to, he can't say anything that isn't true to his life. So it's, he wants to do this, it's going to sound like this, and we're going to da-da-da. And your job as a songwriter that day is to help him convey the message that he wants to convey, correct? Yeah. So then there are guys like Luke who are pretty consistently inspired and have ideas and know what direction they want to go with songs but are also open to what maybe you've had happen in your life in the past six months. Right. or Or some sort of hook that you tuck back for them. And then you have other guys. And, and look, I'm not saying any, any one of these three people that i'm talking about here are wrong it's just different ways of doing the business so this far this far this guy over here he may be just an entertainer and he don't necessarily care what he's thinking about as long as he's on uh dancing with the stars or some you know what i mean he just all he wants you to do is to give him a product so for this guy there would be no real point in me and this other guy getting together and write a song for this guy, right? Maybe not even me and Luke getting together and write a song for this guy, even though Luke can do that.
2: And I'll make the statement that the guy he's talking about is not a specific person, obviously, but the guy that goes and strictly cuts songs is the is the pillar of Given these dudes jobs. Absolutely. 100%. Because without those guys, there's no these guys. Yeah. <laughs> if all the artists wrote their own songs, there would be no songwriting community. It wouldn't exist. I completely agree because with that. Because those guys would just write their own songs in their house and put albums out, and that would be it. How, how
1: big is the songwriting community? So, it like, used how, to many, be, how many Dan and Reeves are there?
2: I mean, in the, it, I mean, it's been, I think in the year like 1990 to 95, there were almost 10,000 professional songwriters. In Nashville, that had publishing deals. Now, I think it's under five hundred.
5: Yeah, it's like four hundred. What well, happened to
2: no COVID. <laughs> no, the, the records. I mean, it's hard to it's hard
4: to make money. It, it's it's really, records it's, don't sell. Yeah, anymore. records. You don't make. Used uh, to, you could get I mean, an album cut and not even a single, not get on the radio in the nineties, and make a make a good amount of money. I don't know the x amount of dollars you can. I make. got a
2: I got a very specific Go for it, yeah. situation. So the Shania Twain album that came out in the nineties is Double Diamond, which Who was means. Anyway, that album sold <laughs> legitimately sold. Can you get six more? Of that? I, was, yeah. I was gonna That, well, well, that cool. album sold twenty five million copies. Right? So the royalty the, the predetermined royalty rate per C D sale is ten cents per song to the writer that wrote it, right? So there is a song on that album that one dude wrote it's a solo right which means he made two and a half million dollars having a song on that album that didn't even get played on the radio
0: nowadays because it, w- it wasn't even like that particular tune never made like a billboard hit or whatever yeah right but it was never even the, pushed out cd cut. so he
2: gets but like wow. if me and dan and reed wrote that song we'd be splitting that 10 cents three ways and which would still be a, a, a tremendous hefty amount of, chunk money. of money. But now, if you write a song that's not a single, I mean, the the revenue stream is just there's nothing there. Those, so you have two no, different that types. That album of songs. sold that many copies. Yeah, it's one two, of the best selling albums of all time. You that guys was, should
3: explain single yeah. cause
5: you yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah, that's like that's a, a good point. Let's, of, let's explain term. the difference between album cut and
2: what a single. A is. song promoted to radio by your record label is a single.
5: which Which you're hearing on terrestrial the song
2: that you're hearing when you turn the pop station on and you hear that justin bieber song or whatever his team he's cranking out his own shit for
0: sure on his back porch (laughs) i hope that okay i hope he's listening to this i was dripping with sarcasm he's a big
2: hunter for sure yeah no No, No, no no but it's like so that their team is collectively going we think this is a a hit so that's the song they're choosing to promote to radio as their next single. Yeah, and so an album cut, quote unquote, is a song that's on the record that never gets chosen as a single, but like as a part of album, the collective work. But it's on I the never album. Never heard that yeah. song. But the, I,
0: uh, I don't get too deep in the weeds out here on industry stuff. But it used to be that uh, a single was released as a single, A side, B side. Sure, right? that in was the, a old, thing in the way ass old
2: days. Yeah, that's the you know when they were doing forty fives and yeah. you know and vinyls, vinyls and stuff. That was what. Was where going on. that's where it yeah. came from was sure. a single song right and then there was a b-side there's two songs on it you know you play the one side it's the single and then you play the b-side and some unknown is, tune which is what another word for album cuts would be b-sides yeah, yeah. oh okay that's the, the same yeah. thing is yeah. a is a b-side can
0: you guys take a stab i don't care which one you does it take a stab at articulating the connection between uh contemporary country music mm-hmm. and in, in a broad sense the outdoors like the outdoors is revered sure right nature and i don't know about nature the outdoors and outdoor lifestyles are revered it's by just, country music mm-hmm, it's yeah. like you do not say bad
5: stuff about that stuff I'm not exactly sure what your question
0: is. I
2: get what you, I think it's not ta- a question. It's I not think, a question. I'd like you to speak to that. Oh, I, I, I okay. think he's saying speak to the correlation of the outdoor lifestyle and our particular genre of music. Oh God, it's touchy, isn't it? Is it touchy? Well, I don't think, yeah. I just don't think it happens as much as it used
4: to. There you go. Oh, really? It's I think not
2: I, as I would guess that it it's used more be. prevalent.
4: No, I don't. Are think Are you it's saying like lyrical well. content? The the like, lyrical content. Okay, let's just say this would.
5: Oh, I mean, who are the toughest guys? You know, the guys that cut logs, the guys that light yeah, lightning light eagle for sure. Yeah, yeah I probably Yanni. Yeah, man, yeah. I could see him outside. I can see him running the my brother zone. Matt. Yeah, probably outdoorsy. He's tougher dude. than Yanni. No way. Oh, Is he really, man,
3: dude? Way. Is he yeah, faster
5: dude. than him in the sage? No, no way. Tougher man. I tell you, man. I had to the break- old kind of tough. Right. Old man Tra- strength, traditional tough, old man strength, like, dad strength, dad yeah, strength. like weird shit. So all right, <laughs> well, my point is, <laughs> up. my point is, is, that now perception is reality, right? Especially with the concept of social media. So to me, I feel like as an outsider, I I am a pure what what Nashville would refer to as a lunch pail songwriter. All right, I have no desire. <laughs> I have no desire to but become an explain artist. Explain that to people. Okay, I, I go into work, I write a song, and I go home. Clock I, in, I clock don't out live almost. with that song for the week, and you know what I mean. I write another one tomorrow. It's my job. I clock in, I clock out kind of deal. Meaning, you take your lunch, play all the work, literally, right songs. yeah. No performing. No, I, I mean, I, I'll do a bluebird show every now and then, but nothing. No, not really. Nothing. It surprised. I, I don't want to lose track. No, no, okay. want to come. Out. It surprised me the
0: way you guys use the word artist. Like, you don't regard yourself as an artist. You feel that oh, an artist res- is a I, performer.
5: I, I regard myself as the utmost of an artist. But you, that's not who you, I hear but you that's use not artists I, that's to not, be a performer. Yeah, that's not what Nashville titles are. <laughs> Well, there's a miscommunication of what artist really means. It's <laughs> an industry term. It's an industry yeah. term. An industry yeah. term. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Luke is an artist because he's literally developing his own ideas. That's what, to me, okay. what art is. Yeah, but that, okay, that's what I would define it as as well. So I say, you're an artist. You're a songwriter.
0: Sure. You're an artist. You're a songwriter. Right, you're an artist. You're a songwriter and a performer.
2: Let's, so let's say just knock the word performer out and replace it with artist. Yeah. That's, They're the same thing. Because Reed, you were saying yeah,
0: at a time you wanted to be an artist. True. But now I, you're a songwriter. At, so touring, about, touring professional. How about this? Just yeah.
2: replace artist with performer. Yeah. At a time you wanted to be a performer and now you're just a songwriter.
0: True. That's all, a the way, way all the while, all being an artist. Yeah. All the while being okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So back to the back to the back to the per-
5: perceptions reality. So I'm I I think um, it looks pretty cool to be a big country tough guy, right? To be seen as that. And so if you sing about it, now you back it up with a little bit of uh, social media. Then before you, I mean, you post one picture with a deer head, or maybe you. Out there, just uh, fishing, you know, or maybe you're uh, oh, do a little trap shooting, and all of a sudden there's a little bit of a uh, manliness attached to the name, and so when that song comes through talking about drinking cold beers on outside under the stars, uh, they can back it up with uh, a little bit of pictures. It's like it's like cred or something. Country cred, that's what we called it. Yeah, yeah like cre-
2: like you, you're like trying to up your credibility to. So I think it's more almost that because if you were to go listen to the top songs on the radio, right now, I mean I don't think there's maybe not one that mentions the outdoors. The song that me and Dan wrote that's about to go to radio talks about eight point bucks in autumn, freshly
5: cut
4: cornfields. You know what I'm saying?
2: But that's probably the only one. Oh yeah, but it's more like yeah, I would almost guarantee, I almost bet you.
4: And but it used to not. Usually what you get with pop music is them talking about, you know, their money or, or the girl or or their boys or whatever in, in a confined space. But with, with country music, it's, it's more nostalgia, you know, and, and, and you write to, to a feeling that you're comfortable with, which is, which with most of guys like us, we, we grew up in the outdoors and that's, and you try to write what you know. And so for me and Luke and Dan, man, we're, yeah, we're trying to write music that speaks to people, and people can see and putting a little color in there. If it's a, if it's coke cans, shooting coke cans with a BB gun on a creek or whatever. Yeah, like the song I played last night, the the yeah. Real
5: Kids tune. I that. like that tune. Appreciate that.
4: Um, that that's a, that is was that
0: easy. tune out there. Yeah,
5: Justin.
2: Moore. Justin Moore cut okay. that tune. It's out there,
5: um, but not with you doing it. No. Well, I'll say I can send you me doing it. Oh, that'd be cute. Anyway, my <laughs> whole point is that. <laughs> <laughs> that uh you gotta think about your audience, right, so yeah. especially as an artist, I mean let's just go back to Bieber. Bieber's not caring his he didn't he didn't care to be represented as an outdoors guy right. because the people listening to Bieber could give a hot shit less if he's ever shot a duck in his life, as opposed to country music where you have guys who are are appealing to these people who think manliness associated with. Countryness is hot, sexy, cool, or someone they w- they'd like to be, depending on male or female, kind of. A couple of years ago, I read this book. I wish I could remember
0: the name of it. It was about Nashville in the '60s. Uh-huh. And it kind of like history of Nashville, but focused on Nashville in the '60s. And reading it, I was surprised that dudes like Waylon, right, and people from his area and david allen Coe comes in and out of it um drug addicts and they it seems that they spent at times in their life the bulk of their time playing uh pinball but that isn't what the like in describing their life they don't describe their life that way no they would be like let's go to lukenbach texas correct right not like let's go um snort a bunch of cocaine yeah, on the music row do you like shitloads of amphetamines yeah, yeah. and play pinball, pinball for days on end correct
5: yeah absolutely because how that's kind of boring right
0: like, jj's
2: JJ. market right that's where they went they exactly all that yeah
5: stuff at. yeah yep. um i got an interesting story one of our best friends uh songwriters a guy named michael haney and uh, he's from that era I mean, he was. He's had hits in the what? Sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, early 2000s? I think it's
4: seventies. Seventies, 80s, starts there. Yeah. yeah, he's the only one running right now that's got hits. In so he tells decades. us
2: like five different decades he's had a number mm-hmm. on. He's awesome, yeah. no kid. Consistent oh, decades. Old crotchety
5: <laughs> yeah. man, just dude. You would awesome. love him. Man. Takes no shit, shit yeah. None. <laughs> like, not a performer. <laughs> no lunch pail. So
3: <laughs>
6: lunch
5: wrote a pail. bunch.
4: Of, wrote a bunch of those Eric Church songs. Okay, oh, oh, really? he wrote yeah.
5: George Jones. Uh,
4: Doing time. Still doing time. Really?
5: That's Yeah, and he also wrote Eric Church's Drink in My Hand. So yeah, that's yep. how far apart. He wrote 10 rounds. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's had some great, great yeah, songs But uh, my point is so back in the day, him, Christofferson, I think it was Waylon, mm, and yeah. maybe Merle were at A Cuff Rose, which is an older version of what Sony ATV is now, where I work now. And. That's exactly what they would do. They would all pile in on a Thursday after they'd written for four days, and they'd play songs to each other. And they would just do <laughs> lines of cocaine. And he said, man, we were – I don't think he'd mind me saying this. We were jacked out of our brains, and we went to – it was like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, and they went to find the key to lock the uh, door. And they'd lost the keys to lock the publishing company up to leave. So they were like, "Well, what do we do?" And they're like, "I don't know. We're all, we all we—none of us can drive, you know. There weren't taxis back then. So they just all leaned up against the door, right? Like that way, if anyone came in to steal something, it would knock them all over, and they would wake up. <laughs> so they, the next morning, when the secretary got there, she came in the back door, unlocked, and came in, and there, and it took a picture of my buddy wayland christopherson and haggard all leaned up against this glass passed door out. passed out after a night of rocket yeah. how cool
6: is that
4: <laughs> he's got that picture yeah. man. but speaking to your point i think it's also like those guys you're saying you know do lines and then go play pinball and you can't you can't write songs about it. those artists are very in tune and in touch with their fan their fan base
2: just about to say it's it's very similar to what happens now absolutely because those guys were, were doing something that their fans would totally have not liked to hear them exactly sing about sing about. Because but at, at that time the country fan was even more conservative. Yeah. As far yeah. as their religious beliefs sure. and their lifestyle than they are nowadays. You know what I mean? Nowadays you can be more loose with yeah. what you talk about and and do those. It's still the most conservative, you know, ethically speaking genre that exists. But way less so than it was in the 70s and those guys were doing way more extreme shit than the guys are doing now yeah that kind of stuff doesn't go on anymore because it just can't but in the era of social media and you know mm. you just you would be you know quote unquote canceled in you know a hot second man if it were to get out that you were doing that kind of stuff
0: yeah i mean reason i bring that up is in hanging out with you guys uh it's going to sound corny and hanging out with you guys for a few days. I was kind of, i felt like, Oh, you know, they, like they, they exemplify what I felt that like you exemplify the things that are applauded in the genre of oh, that's in a way that I was, I was like, would have been more cynical about not cynical in a bad way, but it just like, like I understand that that there's certain tropes and certain things that are going to you know like, that that seem appealing to people going to the river at night to swim or whatever like oh, like okay. agriculture being like agriculture being good yeah. <laughs> um right right I got yeah. what you're saying and that. there's like like certain ideals Stereotypes. You know? and like good ideals yeah. too yeah. that like you when you make a commitment well let's to be honest a friend, you make a commitment to your wife, you make a commitment to your family. Yeah. Like you stay Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Sure. Um and like anyone you realize there's probably a lot of uh there's probably a lot of uh BS that gets sure. built into it. But then and hang out with you guys for a few days and like, holy shit man, these dudes are like country songs. Well
6: <laughs> <laughs> that's a, I
4: mean I take that as a compliment. Me too. Me too, I, I take that as a compliment because, I do too, yeah. <laughs> yeah man I mean that's that's what that's what you want to be because you know I, the last thing I want to do is is try to write a song that that is fake to you know to me. Yeah, or, or, and you got to
5: understand we can't take the credit for
4: that. Well, sure, I, let me let me not.
0: let me I got to do not. better. I got to back up what I'm saying better. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I Dan think was a, telling. <laughs> I'm not going to tell what the story is about. Dan here was telling. Uh, he'll have to tell you the story on his own. He was telling me a very funny story that had a way different point. But with within the story, it touched on agriculture. But within the story, he explained. It's an important part of the story that he explains how an evening goes down. Yes. In his home, and in his home at night, before bedtime, him and his wife like to go outside and light a fire and sit by the fire and spend an hour throwing the tennis ball for the dog. In which they have a couple drinks stare at the flames and then go to bed i'm like that's some country music shit right there man (laughs) and he wasn't telling me to be like i'm so damn country no man he was telling me a crazy story that i don't want to tell you well but it was just a detail within the story and i'm like man that's like a country song well i think then that that had me going thinking about how me and my wife by the time we put our kids to bed sometimes man we just like we don't do the whole fire and everything yeah just kind of,
5: you're doing yeah. good to you just kind of you just kind of wash dishes the and <laughs> like put the house back together and go to bed
4: I'm guarantee you there's nights that they don't go outside and don't sit around a fire too they yeah, wash I'm not dishes saying and
5: every night i walk out that's not true every night i walk out shirtless and shut the chickens up that is true I do that I was about to say that I was about to say it's not like we do that at, but it's don't don't come man. creeping on me at 6am or you're gonna you're gonna see a lot more than me than you want to because I'm gonna let them chickens out in my drawers but I, I mean <laughs> dude it's just it's what we love to do and it it was never contrived it was never uh hey man let's learn these things to uh seem more country yeah i mean our dad and our mom made we ate gravy and biscuits and uh we listened to Skinner on the way to church yeah we were fishing on the weekends we went fishing on fishing the weekends hunt. off the bank we we pulled out stripers and filleted them on the bank and i mean we were never like had dogs as best friends constantly it wasn't mm. just it, i mean we played tennis ball baseball in the backyard it's kind of where we grew up and so it, it's 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 a beautiful thing to be able to not have to fake it and i and i think that may be what makes our uh point of view or, or or songwriting craft if you will feel a little more authentic is because
4: that's all we know how to talk about and with that, I can't mean, fake it. Yeah, and and I would I'd venture to say that if even if Luke wasn't a, a performer artist or you know and I we weren't songwriters, nothing about our lives would change. shit. We would still be doing the we'd same. Just, we'd be doing we'd be doing the same thing. Yeah. We'd be living the yeah. same way where we're at.
5: Yep. But thank you for saying that. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, you think we bring out the good? Yeah, that, or... that's a great compliment for sure.
0: No, I've enjoyed it, man. I've oh, go enjoyed ahead. it. Do you guys? Uh, this might not come as uh, there's a thing that goes on in the North, where now and then, uh, in the North, people like to, just as a joke now and then, <laughs> Gosh, here we go. speculate upon the lives of Southerners. <laughs>
4: okay.
0: We do the same thing. It's crazy. Yeah. That's what I didn't know until this. I didn't know that was a thing. What, the, the, the vice versa? I didn't know that you guys went down there goofed on us oh oh what box? for sure All box? oh,
4: oh. <laughs> <Plots>. <laughs> for
5: plots. We, we
4: don't ah. even
5: plant food we just plant persammon trees <laughs> he does a good percent give him the persammon
2: oh per you got some persammon trees up there you know you just, two filets oh. two filets per, per salmon. salmon okay <laughs> Usually two box will come in per salmon. Wait Dude, about six o'clock. Two box
5: will come I, in per salmon. Do you guys not know what you sound like? <laughs> I did I, didn't, I it was like... I mean, it's got... It's not, it's we not, were
3: always told growing up that the reason that you don't realize that you have an accent is because everybody on the news does it in like a Midwest accent.
1: Huh? And so I, when I had you're to take, watching
3: the news, you know, it's like done how we sound. And so you don't notice it. I had to
0: take a class. Um, called. I think it was taught by Roger Gillis, and I th- it was uh, a class called "The Structure of Modern English." That and thrilling. I
5: actually does it actually does kind of sound yeah. interesting to me. And I in, was kidding. Oh,
0: and in this class, <laughs> in this class, it talked. It, it had like all these dialects on the map, and it was saying, and it was looking at. It was he was focused for a while. I can't I can't remember if it was him or not, but it doesn't matter. He was focused at he was focused on three figures, Dan Rather, Peter Jennings, and Brokaw, because it was that era. And he was like, "What? How did we decide what a normal American sounds like?" Oh man, I love that. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, and it fo- and it focused on this circle that kind of like included like I remember it captured Chicago, and it was like this circle. Oh man, that's cool. It was kind of like. This is what we've decided it sounds like. And here's where it And comes this is from. the steps that you go to to represent that sound and he presented it through like who presents America's news? Dang, Super cool, man. And like that's America. Yeah. Everything else derivates. Yeah. Well, and I- that can leave people f- who are from that area probably feeling pretty damn cocky.
5: Yes, and those left <laughs> out Feel, feeling yeah. pretty left out, really, really left out. <laughs> he,
0: he also uh in the same class i got into this notion that if he said that if at the time i can't i wish i could remember if it was the revolutionary war or the civil war if you had somehow made a barrier along the mason dixon line that there was no exchange that by now which was now then because a long time ago that by now these two groups would not be able to communicate wow and he talked about because and he looked at the technology that's emerged everything to do with automobiles everything to do with computing everything to do with materials fabrics cultural stuff it's like it would be that at this point no way are you going to say all that stuff was made up north no no i'm saying we wouldn't have had the shared we wouldn't have no no not at all we wouldn't have the shared ex- we wouldn't have the shared exchange uh, talking about how quickly things would drift you know, the, like the point being that it was like yeah. the vernacular of the south um the agrarianism of the south the industrialism of the north at that yeah. time it would have been like we we would now it, we'd look at it like france two separate or, entities yeah, That's probably. super interesting we just our, drift
5: yeah. one of our good buddies uh marty smith he uh he was guy from North Carolina with a a hard draw, right? But he he was he wanted to be in some sort of broadcasting thing, right? Yeah. He wanted he that's all he wanted to do was be in broadcasting. But he says he has this quote, and he says, "But you know, you boys know guys. It took, it took him a long time. He said guys like us, guys that talk like us don't get those positions." Said that, and now he's in an the ESPN analyst. He works on
4: NASCAR, of course, but he sounds like us. Started. In he NASCAR. didn't have to go, go to
5: a language quo-
4: coach or something. No, no, no. no and it's, it's it's almost like what makes Marty Marty too is that that's his appeal. Absolutely,
2: is like he's. I mean, one, he's very intelligent. Oh, yeah, super great C- guy. Yeah. But he did start out in NASCAR. So you kind of get the prejudice of like, well, stick the Southern guy in the NASCAR thing. Right. And he does love NASCAR. Right. So, I mean, he's very knowledgeable on that subject. So he was obviously Great the right too. choice. And But now he is mainstream. Now he does college football. That's right. Bat, I mean, he does everything now. He's, I would argue, one of one of the most recognizable personalities. Media decided to celebrate him as opposed Absolutely. to. Absolutely.
4: Yeah, you know, but I think it became. Beca- it, it took
2: him a long time to get there, though, to yeah. like break down that thing of His, like, man, you just don't, don't sound appealing to. The entire United States because of your Southern accent.
4: Yeah, his personality mm-hmm. outspeaks his Southern draw, and that's why right. I think that's what ESPN gave into, and now it's, it's it has become a part of the Marty Smith brand. Is is the way I talk? You know, the way he talks. I'm I'm aware of it, man. And like,
0: it's almost it, it looked a lot better for me to not. Uh, it looked a lot better for me to not acknowledge this, but I think that it's like fair to acknowledge that there was there's a legit um it's not fanged i mean like it's not it doesn't have like strong teeth there is a legit perception it's true man there's people like in the north be nice as shit to whoever but there's people that when they hear like a southern country thing it's like whatever that person's saying is less important or somehow less reliable really oh dude i'm telling yeah, you man. i hate to sure. tell you it i hate to I've tell never, you
5: i've never experienced that i, I hate to tell you it, but true. it's like a that's thing
0: you i've even had good friends of mine it, it, talk about it, like meet like they may be like you know meeting an engineer yeah. from from somewhere Burman, and at first they're Bur- kind of like Burman, right? but how yeah. but you oh
5: i get i get what you're saying like me. how
0: would you like yeah, uh, who, who are you to tell me about like the instructional integrity of yeah such and such, you're from Birmingham. Metal under, right? Dearest, like, like, well, how would that? Shouldn't you be telling me about corn?
5: Well, I'll be. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, it I, rang, I, yeah. I'm telling you, dude. I know exactly what I, you're I
0: saying. hate to admit it, but it's like a thing that you grew up around. We grew up, I, we grew up on all kinds of other prejudice that I don't really feel like even
4: talking about. But like, it's just shitty things people say. There's cultural differences, and and there's no doubt about it. And I, I probably shouldn't say talk about this, but I actually, the I dated a girl recently. Uh, you know, my past relationship. That Ooh, sticky.
5: Was, I don't know if you want to go there, but Oh, please, please. <laughs> she was from Ohio,
4: Northern Ohio and, and had a Northern accent and, and the whole thing. And I would go up there and visit her family and almost would feel out of place. No, not almost. I felt out of place every time I went because it was such a different environment that I grew up in and that I knew every day. And honestly, that put a big thing between me and her. And and, and and we never like it was never a spoken thing, but like the way we were raised and the way, you know, belief systems or whatever, like it just something about where she's from and where I'm from did not match up. Yeah. Well, I don't think
5: he's. I I, I think you're kind of addressing more of the, the fact that there there was like a little bit of a negative connotation whenever someone spoke. Stereo, yeah, just stereotyping. Uh, I, yeah. I, I
1: used to work with a guy in Denver. That uh, it's kind of like a melting pot. It's like not really anywhere. It's Midwest. It's West. Where is yeah, it? Yeah, so transient. Right. So yeah. he was, and from not Oklahoma. like a huge
0: Hispanic influence too,
1: man. No, yeah. yeah. So he was from Oklahoma. Had a really strong Southern draw. One of the smartest people I've ever worked with. And it took a long time for. Do we claim Oklahoma? Does the South claim Oklahoma? I, don't know. I feel like it's.
3: I don't think so.
5: I
1: don't think so.
0: I, I mean, we'll tell, from, you like, we'll tell you. What, we'll tell you what South is. That's that's Southern. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: But he had he had this really strong... I'll field, I'll field that one. He's, he's, he's crazy smart, but when we were working at, at this company, um, it took a while before people would acknowledge that what he was saying was intelligent. Really? And, and some of the people that were maybe from the upper Midwest, maybe not as smart or good at their job, but it seems like people took him more serious right away. Because he talked differently. Because he talked differently. That is really For interesting. Sure. Really? Yeah.
5: I would venture to say, though, the majority of those guys... Could give it rats less what you think. No, I,
6: you're right. I, I mean, yeah, how, honestly, and, it, it
5: kind of comes with the territory. It's like uh I don't necessarily care if uh somebody thinks I'm not as intelligent because of my dialect. I'll w- happily walk
1: out there in my uh, cushy shoes and stomp a mud hole in that ass and just go home. That's at, my buddy. I was talking to him about it one day. He he was fluent in Mandarin. Nobody would even believe him. <laughs> Wouldn't believe him. Like
2: that's not no, Mandarin. No. He would.
1: He would say something. They're he's like, just choking. Nobody could verify. And they're like, whatever. But I was talking to. Him, he's like, no, I'd rather them assume that I'm a, I'm an idiot and then surprise them than the other way around. Yeah. You know.
0: Hey man, it's a struggle to find time to manage one's finances it's a struggle to find time to manage my finances you go through like a busy week and the last thing you want to do is spend time budgeting you know your expenses and tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions you're paying for that you don't use but now you use rocket money and does all of that for me I'll tell you this, this happens all the time in our family because, like, something will come out that we want to watch and they lure you in with a one month trial. And you're like, oh, you know, I'll do the one month trial, then I'll come back and cancel and then I can watch this whole thing. And then, like, you don't. You forget about it. And then, and then a year goes by and you've been paying these guys 12 bucks all year and never watched a single thing. This finds that stuff and gets rid of it for you. Rocket Money is a personal finance app, it goes in and finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings instead. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money. On things you don't use, cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash meat eater. That's rocketmoney.com slash meat eater. Again, rocketmoney.com slash meat eater. Spring is a great time to do something with your family. Do some spring cleaning, which I kind of started today outside. Planning outdoor activities, which I'm always doing. Taking a little trip to Hawaii with your kids for spring break, which I just did, which was great. You know what else you can do for your family this spring? You can shop for life insurance with Policy Genius. Make that part of your financial planning for the year. i said it before I, a thousand times. I'll say it again. When my wife and I, when we started having kids, we got serious about life insurance. And, man, I felt so much better after we did. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. The single most valuable tool I have for chasing turkeys next to my scattergun is the Onyx Hunt app. If I'm hunting turkeys, I'm using Onyx. If I'm not hunting turkeys, I'm using Onyx. I'm always using Onyx. I live by that stuff. I can't tell you the number of birds this app has put me on by allowing me to easily find new areas to hunt. It's invaluable. I use it all the time. Even properties I know super well. I'm at my buddy Bubbly Doug's house. I'm using OnX, and I've hunted this place a million times. With their compass mode, I can pinpoint exactly on the map where a gobble rang out from and then figure out the perfect spot to set up. Meaning, if I'm sitting there, let's say I'm at Bubbly Doug's I'm in the navel, and I hear, pow, I'll like instinctively pull up Bubbly Doug's place on OnX, and I'll look at the topography, and I'll be like, oh, that sucker must be over in that little opening over there. Waypoints also, and the ability to share them okay, comes in handy every spring. Whether that's revisiting old waypoints where I've been on birds before or sharing them to buddies to help put them on birds. This app will help you find more turkeys. On X Hunt has a special offer for you too. Use code Eater to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com slash hunt this turkey season. Dan, you mentioned jokingly. Uh, well, I heard you say two things. The, the um, I heard you we were talking about like someone being distinctly northern and you would mentioned this but I'm little, picking on you guys I know, well, know you're totally like you? and I welcome it okay but like stuff things that are funny are often funny because there's like they're like there's a like a hint of truth a little bit yeah absolutely so you mentioned like you you joked about pretentiousness and then you joked about how we you said you oh, felt gosh. like we're sometimes that we sometimes like on this show Discuss the South. Discuss the South in the way you're like they they talk about it. They don't know what they're talking about.
5: I just, <laughs> well, it would be like me talking about salmon's. You know what I mean? I've never. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I no. I'm just saying. In order to get the the flavor correct of of what you think you're talking about, you got to spend a little time with it. You know what I mean? And I'm not bagging yeah. on you or or anybody else. Uh, I mean we make a we make a lot of fun. People that had stronger accents, but it—it's not because oh, we, it's my. Fa- if I could lay out my favorite things in life, it's my
0: favorite is listening to you guys <laughs> tell us how we sound. <laughs>
4: <laughs> We're pretty close, right? Oh, dead on. Yeah, yeah. It's dead on.
5: yeah, dead on. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I I think it's interesting that you said that about that. There's some truth. It always seems to. Be a little funny if there's a little truth in it. I would venture to say that songs are the same way. If you can find a way to sprinkle in some of your reality into what you're trying to sing, I mean, he can speak to this way better than I can, as far as it's probably a little bit easier to sing to 40,000 people every night if it's something you actually live to believe in.
2: For sure. Yeah, I would agree, man. I mean, I think for me, it's like there is no need for me to feel like authentic you know like i don't feel that pressure that i think a lot of other performers in my genre feel you know because i i feel like i'm very open and honest with my fans about you know where i came from and how i grew up and the things that i did you know and the
5: things that you do now yeah
2: right and things that i do now you know and like i think there's there's something there's something to be said about you know somebody who can just be themselves like fully And that's me, you know, I I feel, you know, it's like, listen, man, like I'll tell you right right on this podcast, like I didn't grow up hunting. I just didn't. It's not something that my dad did. He grew up in the Rust Belt in Ohio and he didn't go hunting with my grandfather because he was a truck driver, you know, for his entire life. And they lived in a, you know, suburban neighborhood and outside of Akron, Ohio. So it just wasn't something that they did. So that wasn't something that my, my father passed on to me. It was something that I gained an interest in after I started doing music, as an escapism type thing, absolutely from the daily grind of my job. Yeah. So I don't go out and say, "Man, I, you know, I've been skinning squirrels since day one, using bones like a toothpick." You know, I'm. Mean? It's like <laughs> I just don't say that because no. it's not true. <laughs> yeah. And so, I, you know, I've always been cool with that. You know, I'm just fine being who I am. And and just just telling people like it is, you know, and I I think, f- well, I think you've, fans you've appreciate like
6: made that, that. Yeah, well, I know? think you've
2: made I
0: hate you've made it. Um, I think you've made being open about who you are and like verbalizing your flaws sure. or whatever, like sure. part of like your thing, which puts you in a pretty sure. comfortable position. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Where you're not yeah, like sitting there being like, man, I hope shit doesn't catch up to me. Yep. <laughs>
2: right. No doubt. De- and I definitely, I, I definitely think that that would be an exhausting position. But isn't that what a
5: lie in. does? Isn't that what a lie does across the board? Absolutely. If you make this yeah, stuff no matter up, what it is, regardless of what it is, yeah. and, and I realize, recognize this, honestly, about what, 10 years ago in my life, that it, I told Giannis this, long-legged Giannis. I said, dude, if you want to find the quickest way back to the truck, you need to follow your boy because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find it. I'm going to find the easiest, fastest way back to the truck. <laughs> and he was like, all right, man, we'll, we'll try your way this time, you know, <laughs> which actually turned out to be wrong. Sorry about that. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I decided 10 years ago that it it, it took less energy – because we all have energy, right? And you're devoting so much energy towards certain things, right? You only have so much to give.
2: Right. Mental energy being but, a huge part of that.
5: Absolutely. Like, and it takes more mental and sometimes literal energy to keep up the facade and sell the lie than it does to just tell the truth and deal with the consequences. And so we stopped, we stopped white fudging anything. and I think, Just living honest. I
2: think the interesting thing is, like if you're honest from the jump, in, in our genre, I don't, I don't think there are any consequences. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anyone's no, going to go, that guy don't skin big bucks. Well, if you don't talk about skinning big bucks, no one's going to say that you're not doing it. Right. So just sing and talk about the shit that you actually do, that's the thing that people need to understand. Like, they try to come in and fit this mold mold that's perceived that's really not even there man there's yeah. nobody in town going signing a guy and going "Dude, we got to get this guy in a food pot
6: i mean <laughs> God. you know what i mean it's Immediately. Like, that's yeah. not
2: happening you know nobody's doing that you know what i mean and so i don't understand why there are some guys who are feel so pressured to try to like fit in with their fan base like guy that does it well is eric church yeah, yeah what well he just does what he does so unapologetically and is so left of center of what I think the stereotypical the guy that maybe doesn't listen to country music thinks what a country music singer is he's so left of that mold and so outside of the confines of that particular you know stereotype and but he's never in a magazine going dude, I'm a big hunter and I'm out fishing all the time. Like, he never says that. Yeah. So he doesn't have to try to acknowledge that or back it up with photo evidence or, you know, a need to feel like he's cooler than somebody else. Like, he doesn't do that, which fucking makes him cool. That's what makes him cool is that he doesn't do that, in my opinion.
4: The like it or leave it.
2: Yeah. It's take it or leave it thing. Take me as I am or not. Yeah, I make music that I like... People like it, and I don't make music for people that aren't going to like it. So I don't care if people don't like it. Ooh. Well, I, I like that a yeah. lot. Good stuff. That's a
5: hook. I, I just wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see me
0: right there? Six, six way. Come on. The thing, thing I appreciate about country is that you can uh, embrace things that are becoming increasingly like, hot for people outside. Like you look at a dude... You know, even like actors. Who's the who's the
2: Pratt? Chris yeah. Pratt.
6: Yeah.
0: Oh, he does? Well yeah, but yeah, he, gets, he's big he gets slapped yeah. in the face every time yeah. he does it, man. Really? Oh, and he'll like be like, Oh yeah, we killed a lamb on the farm and then all of a sudden Pete just like just,
6: Murder! You're he's, a Yeah, right, then he's right, gotta kinda of yeah. chill on it, you know. I mean and he's he not might,
0: holding the lamb up like by the back of the no, head with the blue drain, isn't it? Saying he? like oh, acknowledging. Just saying, and I've had other people I wish I could. I wish I could say this dude's name, but I don't want to. Just be. It'd be helpful if I could say it. But like explaining to me, flat out explaining to me over the phone that he's a closeted hunter and he's got a secret game room. No Dang. way. A secret game room because he has to hold a certain perception. That he had a little thing built Man, I'm off glad his that's office. That's not the case, dude. For me, well, awful. it's serious. There's like people that can't go near it. Can't be seen with it. And it's like, the fact that that the fact that on one hand in America you could have uh, involvement, right, involvement in media and be in the public spotlight, and have it be that you can't, and if you do, you got to lie to have it be that you don't. But then here's this other like thriving industry where you have to General. lie and say you do. Where you it's yeah. like how so oh. people come and hit me. I've been on this thing late. Like people talk about the polarization of America, you know, and and I'm like from the from a media standpoint i'm super sensitive political media i'm like very sensitive and very nervous of the polarization of america like i don't want it to happen man i'm like very worried about the fabric of the country but then the thing i keep reminding myself is every single time i go outside every time i go outside nice shit happens around me yeah come on i don't have any idea what the dude next to me the dude next to him the dude next to him, the dude next to him, I have no idea who they're going to vote for. But when I see those guys, it's, what's going on, man? You need help with anything? I got to be out of town for the weekend. If you don't mind checking in, I'm going to go ahead and, like, well, I know you got to go away. I'm going to watch your situation. Heads up. I saw the kids over there. They seem to have a gun. Like, it's like friendliness. Like, I would agree with positive that. interaction after positive interaction. I go to the gas station. People are cool at the gas station. Oh yeah. Like everywhere you go like someone's cool. I'm with you guys. Everybody's cool. But then all we hear about is like the world's falling apart. But then, then I think like how can it be like you take something like a, a affinity for honey. Like how could it be that like if you like this kind of music, it's celebrated. If you like this kind of music, you got to hide it. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. And there's the same and a lot of the same people are listening to all the same stuff.
5: Exactly, right.
0: It blow I, I can't figure out where uh that's just like a example of uh, it's just hard to picture that we're all
2: on these wildly different trips you oh, think there's guys wildly with, like, different trips yes. right? you Wild think like true. that particular guy right for instance i'm not sure who it is we, we haven't discussed but you think that particular guy has like another instagram account like just to follow a meat eater
0: i don't know but you know what that I would not figure out why he wanted i could not figure out why he wanted to get me on the phone and my wife's like, oh my God, this guy wants to talk to the phone? So we, talk, I, I was like, I don't know what, I, I had no idea. I was like, well, definitely, like, if this dude calls, you call him. And I like, call golly, him. It all he uh, I'll tell you later. Yeah. Okay. All he wanted to do was. <laughs> he all just, he wanted me to do is tell him, all he wanted me to do is talk hunting. He wanted to, he, he just he, wanted, yeah, some justification. Never heard another word from
5: him. Wow. wow.
0: He just wanted to shoot the shit for 45 minutes. Unreal. Wow. That's unreal. With a fellow
5: hunter. Yeah. 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 Dude, I can't imagine having to hide that, oh man.
2: Ugh, oh, that'd be awful, oh, man. I yeah. could.
4: I don't think yeah. I could. Just you can't even make it's...
2: your own stack with your box. You know? box stock, box stock. Box stock on the you know, you can't even put that on the can't box. You can put that on Instagram. Boxtagram, you know.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boxtagram. That's gonna be my next Instagram. <laughs> Boxtag. Just like. Boxtag- box stock. Yeah.
5: I think you bring an interesting <laughs> point with The second I get outside, it seems like I go to the gas station and people are cool. You know, yeah, you're not like, holy cow, the world's falling apart. (laughs) I went
0: to the gas station and they punched me,
6: (laughs) right?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Immediately, I'll take (laughs) two. Pump two. Uh, I completely agree with that. I I mean, I it just you know you you get here. I got the first second we got on the bus after we met all y'all uh northern speaking jokers. We were just like, dude, there's not a jerk in that whole group. <laughs> we were like, this is gonna be a fun
3: this is gonna be fun. But you guys were expecting out of I eight mean, of us there'd you, be one. You try to like sniff them
5: out. Dude, there's more of eight there's more than eight of y'all out there. I mean there's a there's a you got a little bit of a posse. Yeah I cooked
4: gravy for hours last
5: night. <laughs> but I'm just telling you this, yeah dude just we going just, by the gravy alone I can tell was, <laughs> But I'm just saying, you know, there's usually a, there's usually one in there. And there wasn't, man. We've had an unbelievable week. The landowners have been cool. You know, I, I just, I don't know if it's as bad
2: as, as they like to say it is, man. I, I, yeah. And I guarantee you, based on if anyone listening could see, if you lined up all the people here, I feel like it would be a massive spectrum of political, religious, Absolutely, and social yeah. beliefs. Absolutely. Yeah. And there hasn't been one guy that's like, man, I don't like that dude, man. I just don't get that guy because we all have this common bond of like being out here and enjoying ourselves, cooking, eating food, talking, laughing and stuff. Like there's never once been like, Giannis, who you voting for? Pal? Yeah, don't you that. know what I mean? Like, no, It's just like that doesn't matter to me, man. No, and that's, that's you know? another
4: thing. That's a beauty of, of the outdoors is like in a, in a world and in a culture that is ever changing, man, daily, outside is a constant you know that that going to hunt in a tree stand sitting in a tree and watching a buck walk out is that that's the same you know like that's that's a that's a constant thing that you can always escape to
5: bro coming in with some
4: those good some nuggets man. right there man. well th- <laughs> i i, I, I listen, just saying dude, it's not as I'm,
5: normal as like when luke's I, I'm, I'm
0: with you <laughs> and i've been thinking about it i've been thinking about that idea of the constancy of nature because yeah. we've been working on this book project um not to be confused with our wilderness skills and survival book project, ladies and gentlemen. Cool flex. Cool is available soon. Uh pre order. <laughs> you can pre-order now. Yeah, cool in fact, you can pre order nice, now. Yeah. Yeah. now. Where can they pre order, Steve? Uh anywhere books are sold. Good deal. Anywhere books are sold. Good. anywhere, um, flags, anywhere right? There's this box. Anywhere, anywhere box, box are sold. Are sold. <laughs> Go get your box. Paper <laughs> box. We're gonna have this other book project <laughs> about kids like ki- having to do with kids in nature. And in it, in thinking about this book, I've been thinking about this idea that uh, that we invite kids, our kids, invite people to like feel, we, we invite them to all these like forms of community in, in, in life, Sure, meaning like your, your community, like, you know, the little place you live. Um, we are invited to be participants in social media community. We could be invited to be participants and like being fans of uh, Luke Combs, right? Or fans of the local high school community and you feel like you're part of that. Mm-hmm. And you might feel like you're part of the, you know, church and you're a part of that. Um, but not doing enough to make, n- not doing enough to invite kids to feel like they're part of a, a, an ecosystem. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right? Or like part of like a, like nature, sure. like s- something. And so I was like looking at all these ways in which, you know, you can, you can just in your own yard, whatever it is, if you live in an apartment, like your balcony, I don't know, wherever you are, like you could participate sure, and be like, man, I noticed that the sun was a few months ago, rose over there and not rises over here. And when I turn on my water and water comes out, um, where did that water come from? <sighs> like, did it, did it falls rain, snow? How did it get here? Is it part of an aquifer? Does the aquifer grow, shrink? When you flush your toilet, like what is that water's path to the ocean, right? And you start piecing together that you're sort of in, involved with the world, the threading of the, the, yeah. the, the physical world, absolutely. And you'd in, invite to be in that community. And I was thinking about how it's uh, perhaps really comforting because there's this constancy, right? Yep. Sun, all these like predictable patterns. 100. And I'm always telling my kids this. Well, the other day. Uh, not the other day, a couple weeks ago, we look up on the mountain near our house, and there's like a pillar of smoke coming out of the mountain, and it's like the size—it looks like like the size of a wheelbarrow, right? Burning. By the time I go inside and get my spotting scope, that some bitch is like over the ridge top. The next day, burns down houses of friends of ours. Wow, we're like under evacuate, stand by for evacuation so orders. You saw it super small, dude. Like we saw it like a campfire. Yeah. Is that what we, it was? We saw it so small that we're debating whether to call nine one one or not. No. Here's the thing. A, two weeks earlier, they have this map that shows all the lightning strikes. Yeah. Now I saw a new firefighter, but I'm like, why don't you guys just go? If you know where they're at from radar, why don't you just go to them all? He goes, because there's a thousand of them. Thousand. Like, what? You know, you Light- lightning, lightning oh, strikes. Oh, strikes. He goes, you can't. Uh, I was like, well, if you know there's one there, why don't you go put it out? I was uh, like, yeah. good luck. Yeah. You know, it might be hundreds or a thousands. That's
3: of, that was what ended up doing doing it. Was it a hit a strike. tree?
0: It, a lightning strike two weeks earlier. Gosh, hit a tree, and it smoldered. Wow, inside the tree and underground. Then whatever, one day it smoldered its way out.
4: Yeah,
1: from the outside pff- in. Or so there, inside out. Yeah. Inside oh it. yeah,
0: just smoldered inside the tree. No one knew. People it's right by this wow. like hiking trail. No one knew there's like a, this little ember in air from a lightning strike that was and about it, to bam, burn the whole forest. Up. Blows yeah. up and like, you know, burns eleven thousand acres. Gosh. Then I'm sitting there thinking, this is like a long digression. But then I'm like, and there's also the really scary, wildly unpredictable shit about being involved in the natural world. Like it's real consistent and cool, and then all of a sudden it burns your house down. Everything's yeah. on fire. <laughs> <You know>? yes, <laughs> it, burns, sure. it burns your house down, sure. man. So it's like a complex relationship with it. Well, I, I don't even remember what I was talking about.
5: I, well, you were talking Constance. about kids. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. kids. Yeah, I heard this analogy one time that was pretty cool. Um, man, I hope y'all didn't say it, otherwise it's gonna look like I'm giving you a comp- like a compliment. And we, Lord, knows we don't need be that. To terrible. Uh, but it's it's essentially like if nice you take- guys, yeah. he's made fun of himself if you take a bunch of plastic toys to uh if if we had a gymnasium and we put 100 kindergartners in it and you took a bunch of toys and you put them in the middle and all the kids just flooded and played with them for 15 to 20 minutes and eventually would get pretty exhausted not
2: covid safe
5: not covid safe not saying in this current era we would do that but okay
2: and then you in the old
5: days (laughs) and then you, you, you put them back you know you took all the toys out he took a little bag, and he walked in there, and he opened the bag, and there was a puppy in it. And how many kids would eventually just, bam, get right on it. Everybody wants to touch it. Everybody wants to see it. And I think I think deep within us, even as, as children, we're, we're born with the idea of, of wanting to be connected to that world. It's just we as adults have wrapped work and life and city and concrete around it so much they have to literally – fight through layers of existence to even fill the grass under their feet man mm-hmm. and i want to make sure that it with my child i have a a new one-year-old i mean we're already taking our shoes off and walking outside and and dealing dealing with with you know with, with figuring out that we are connected to that and how to take care of it responsibly and enjoy it at the same time it doesn't have to be work all the time you know yeah
3: Shane Mahoney said that on uh, Randy Newberg's podcast. Oh, Randy's Dan loves podcast. Him.
5: He's a nice guy, him. dude. Yeah. podcast.
0: <laughs> nice guy. What? Uh, what's your Luke? This is your first hunting trip out uh, on the Great Plains. Yeah, yeah.
2: Impressions? It's great. It are, they are the great plains, I'll <laughs> These tell you that. planes. These plains are great. These <laughs> plains really are really great, <clears throat> and they are plain and they are great. No, no, man. It was. I mean, it's obviously drastically different than anything I've I've done. You know, like I said, I'm I'm not uh, not a lifelong hunter. Checking in here, so and I'm drawing off the past five or six years of, of my personal experience, which has mainly been hunting in the south. You know, in in the hardwoods of the south. Pretty much is where I've hunt. You know, deer turkey that's pretty much my lexicon of of going and hunting you know some bird hunting and stuff like that but all in the same environment so to it wasn't a gradual move it wasn't like oh man when well we went to tennessee and then we slowly piddled out to like missouri and then we got into <laughs> kansas and it was like you don't it wasn't working my way out it was like it went from tennessee to wyoming like in two and a half hours. You know what I mean? (laughs) And so you come out and it's like, I remember thinking the first day that we went out when me and you went out and it was like, you see this animal that's 800 or a thousand yards away from you. It's cool to be able to see that. In Tennessee, it's like a it's a glimpse. Oh, yeah. There's so yeah. many it's, trees you can't. It's see a no. glimpse. Oh, yeah. Like they come out in an open spot, and they might be out there for five minutes tops, and then they're back on the other side of the woods. You know, they're passing through, or they're coming in to feed for five or ten minutes, and they're back in the woods. Like their safe place is where they want to be, and there kind of is no safe, quote unquote, safe place for an animal to be in that sense here like there's not a lot of cover there's not a lot of you know places to like cre- there's not a lot of holes and crevices to get in when we saw that when we saw that mule deer you know pushed up against that cliff face there it was like where, where's he gonna sit out in the middle of the yeah you know thousand acre field yeah he had you know like, what I mean? like very hard to find to a little, hidey a hole. little <laughs> spot where something couldn't see him and here we are you know seeing him. ruining his <laughs> spot you know what i mean kind of thing but it was so different man and it was so fun to to have like the challenge of getting to the animal i think was my favorite part of it uh, in a way you know what i mean it's never to me it's never been about killing something that's not
0: You mean all the snaking around and going around? Yeah, man.
2: Like, that was the neat thing. And, like, like, obviously a a huge part of it has been, you know, learning from you and spending time with you out there was also, uh, you know, really awesome for me as well. That's not normal in a hunt. Obviously, we're not going to be hunting together every weekend. You know what I mean? So, like, that was neat, and I took that in as well. But it was, like, going with someone who knew what they were doing was huge for me. Like, it wasn't, like – all right, well, we're going to park the truck, and there's one over there on the side of the road. It was like, you know, good. just get out, and we'll get it, and we'll drive the truck up there and go get it, and then that'll be it. It wasn't that. You know, I would never have wanted it to be that. So going down and hiking down this huge, you know, mountain, for lack of a better term. I mean, it's not, you know, Mount St. Helens or something, but it's definitely not a hill either. You You know what I mean? And so going down that and going back up and, You know, getting spotted, and then you're like, well, that's not going to work. And just trying things. And then finally, when you get there and it it all works out, like, being a part of that, like, that doesn't happen in in Tennessee except for when you're turkey hunting. Yeah. Which is why I love turkey hunting in Tennessee so much. Right. is it is, Casey kept telling that Casey's the landowner, uh, I believe, but he kept saying, all my buddies call turkey hunting, poor man's elk hunting. Because they're calling back to you. You're trying to find, call um, response. you know what I mean? Like, so and I think that's a really solid analogy, but I think it was a little bit, it it was everything I loved about turkey hunting on a way more grandiose scale minus the, you know, the call and response yep. element of it, you know, yeah. you're trying to stay hidden. You're trying to figure out how you're going to get there. Where do we need to set up? How do we approach it? I don't know. It's just, there, there's something you really get lost in that moment, you know, and my job can be so insanely chaotic and like over over sensory you know deprivation it's like doesn't even begin to describe you know being in like a television studio and it's like all right three minutes we're doing this and two minutes we're like down to the minute of what we're gonna do and just sitting there for an hour waiting for somebody to waiting for something to walk out on top of a mountain with people that you like hanging out with is just i mean it's pretty refreshing you can't even put a, yeah. a price on it yeah. in my but you know what i mean yeah you know a
0: thing i was explaining to to luke not that i need to explain this to him but we we're just i guess it's more like we we're discussing this is in the, the there are very few trees here i mean mo- usually you can't see a tree usually sure. they're like most places you go in this area in wyoming there's you can't see any vegetation that would be higher than your calf True. Like most of the time, that's yep. the case. It yep. might be like Trust, a scattered yeah. bit of junipers or something, but like yeah. typically within a thousand yards of you, there'd be like no thing higher than your calf. And I was saying that it creates the illusion because you can see so damn far. And you can always see something out there, an antelope or whatever. It creates the illusion of there being a whole bunch of stuff. You're like, yeah. man, there's, because we're like, being right. like, oh my God, there's some over there and some over there. Look at all these animals. But I was saying if you took every square mile section and took all the, Things that live there, and put them in a pile right in the middle of that section. It would be small little piles. Yeah. Yep. And there would be a lot of sections that the pile there was nothing to put in the pile.
6: hmm And have if you some- went down
0: to Tennessee and farmland in Tennessee and took all that square mile and put it in a pile, you'd have a heaping pile. that's yeah. true. That's
2: very true. Like well, I a
0: agree with that. Pile of like a pile of all like a tour bus. Yeah. Be like piled well, up there like a crew bus like <laughs> yeah. a crew bus like <laughs> second
2: to like a jungle even i feel like only second to like a true jungle yeah. you know and like but jungles actually don't have that much
3: life really we, we've Come learned from being on, down really? there really yeah and you've heard the stories a lot of, veg- a lot of, of vegetation vegetation we well, we've,
5: we've Luke's but, never toured the congo so we haven't been yeah. so we'll it's let true. you know when we <laughs> do true <laughs> no
3: the early explorers that went and did trips had that same thought and went down there and got their butts in big trouble because they just thought, oh, there's going to be fish and just game everywhere. It's I in mean, the I, th- I think
4: I, until uh, I this moment. Just until yeah, this is really that interesting. Right dumb
2: on. southerners, dude. Oh, we're so dumb. Dumb southerners. Dude. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Dumberners. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. No, well, I, th- wish, th- I wish I'd learned t- something Tennessee from Tennessee can army. just support a lot more uh, that, you know, that habitat can just support a lot more animals. Some, uh, we a were, t- we, we we're talking about uh, cows per acre. And uh Casey's father here said that it takes roughly what was it, forty eight acres to support a cow and a calf for a year. And then uh Dan was saying that back in Tennessee you can do that on a one
5: yeah okay. per acre, yeah. Water. So yeah. Makes a big yeah. difference. Right. Yeah. And they were saying yeah. that oh, he said, Well, we consider that irrigated and I was like, There ain't no piping water coming to my stuff. He was like no, no, it's like rain. That's <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I'm so dumb. Irrigated well, by the rain. Right?
2: I think a good, I think a good, a good, uh, you know, a good thing to get into to describe what we're talking about too is off camera on this time that we've been here. I shot, got to shoot a turkey, and we opened up that pouch. You know, dude, how
5: vibrant was that smell? And we man, it's crazy. You opened that
2: thing, and you were like so keen on like what's in there.
5: Didn't one of the camera guys just throw that on his plate last night? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think
2: it was Lauren. But it was just grass, pretty much. What was that stuff? <laughs> one yeah, type of those olives.
0: The a uh, non-native yeah. plant. Uh, again, yeah. a non-native plant. Sure. That is spreading like what too was fast. It? What Russian was, olive. Really? Yeah, Russian but olive. But when
2: you go to Tennessee, man, you cut that thing open, and it's got everything under the sun in there, man. I mean, there's corn in there. There's acorns in there. There's grass in there. There's, you know, I mean, the bird seed. I found mouse there. remnants in one
5: of my turkeys, craws.
1: Oh,
2: is that right?
5: Yeah. I like that word, craw. Do not you know what y'all
0: call it? It's not a crop.
5: Crop. Crop. Oh. I always thought
1: it was a it
0: No, it's, it, it, it's one of them them Yankee yeah. things, man. <laughs> the border. Mason Dixon. You know, crop, not a crawl. Thank goodness we can communicate. Uh
4: What's your... You guys cooked, explain what you guys cooked to us other tonight, cooked for us. Last night we did a, uh, we had antelope backstrap. Did you call it
2: country fried antelope? Country fried, fried antelope,
4: yeah, yeah. We we do a dredge of, of milk and, ah, buttermilk. Buttermilk, butter I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't do give a, me no egg wash. Do a that. dredge <laughs> and, and just cut cut antelope backstrap to, to two finger width and, And we scored it last night because the antelope hadn't had a ton of time to to break down uh, those muscles and be super tender. So we scored all the pieces and went into a buttermilk dredge, and then we went into self-rising flour with a little Tony Satchery mixed in with it. A little kick. Yeah, a little kick. It was a nice little kick. And you throw that into a pot of – of canola oil that's that you've got heated up or vegetable or whatever or bear you, or fat bear lard. if you're yeah, a fan of the, the meat eater podcast apparently that's a Gosh. real a real like big we got thing a jar of bear yeah. fat for you guys I to know bring I'm home. Oh, you, you better, not, you better yes. not use that without us by the way oh, I'm, I'm gonna super I'm, it's pissed it's off, artist but. I'm going full artist that. <laughs> dang <Yep>. dang <laughs> artist night <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah we we but shallow fry shallow fry we don't you don't not like not fully submerged you don't dunk them in there it's a flip fry you know you you're gonna flip halfway through it. Um, we had that, and, and then to top it off, we'd made a little sawmill gravy that uh, that was passed down from my Meemaw to my dad and down to me. And R.I.P. we were. R.I.P., man. And I, I told the camera last night, like, every time, you know, we would show up at my grandmother's house, my, my Meemaw's house, you would either smell one of two things. You'd either smell um, chicken and dumplings that she, that she made. Or <laughs> yeah, that, you know, that was all. You're always smelling that. Yeah, you're always smelling that. Um, chicken and dumplings or a big thing of, of gravy and biscuits and, and sausage and bacon. And uh, that's what we had last night. We just had a little southern fried antelope with a little sawmill gravy and, and biscuits. Palm oil gravy. Palm oil yeah. gravy. Do you guys feel that you, um
0: like, day in, day out, do you guys feel like you're, like, uh, you, that you eat
4: southern? Pretty much. <laughs>
2: I don't know, man. Is I don't Taco t- know what- Bell Southern? <laughs> <Is>
4: that, <laughs> would I mean, you consider I'll, that
2: Southern. <laughs> I'll say this: we grew Southwest. Man.
5: W- we definitely grew up. Everything was fried, man. We're growing up. I mean, we, dude, we fried our chicken, our fish, you know. Uh, but but now, man, I, I think we've we've branched out a little bit and are trying to, to calm the old uh, cholesterol down a little bit. Gotcha. Well, I don't.
4: I, do you? I mean, do you consider? That the only way for a country meal to be made is fried. Like, I mean, I would say just like even eating country is, is a lot of chocolate pie around. I'll admit that. Yeah, man, there's, I mean, there's,
5: there's some southern things. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a bunch of southern things. I'd say chocolate pie is southern. I mean, I would consider that pretty, pretty southern. Pecan I do. Pie, do you like pecan? pecan pie. Yeah, yeah pecan, pecan pie.
2: Pumpkin pie for yeah, sure. <laughs> you say pecan?
6: Right,
5: yes, correct. Say it correctly how do you say it lb or le
2: no
3: that's how we said it i thought down south i P-K. say P-K, i right? say yeah. i say both sometimes oh, go, it's kind
2: of back and forth for me
0: Did you know Rocket Money can cancel a subscription for you? They'll even alert you when there's been an increase in a subscription price and negotiate rates for you. I can see my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. You wouldn't believe how many people are paying for subscriptions they don't use. This happened to me. It's annoying. This helps you find it out and get rid of it. Well, Rocket Money Features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com/slash meat eater. That's rocketmoney.com slash meat eater. Rocketmoney.com slash meat eater. The single most valuable tool I have for chasing turkeys next to my scatter gun is the onyx hunt app. If I'm hunting turkeys, I'm using onyx If I'm not hunting turkeys, I'm using Onyx. I'm always using Onyx. I live by that stuff. I can't tell you the number of birds this app has put me on by allowing me to easily find new areas to hunt. It's invaluable. I use it all the time. Even properties I know super well. And I'm at my buddy Bubbly Doug's house. I'm using Onyx, and I've hunted this place a million times. With their compass mode, I can pinpoint exactly on the map where a gobble rang out from, and then figure out the perfect spot to set up. Meaning, if I'm sitting there, let's say I'm at Bubbly Doug's, and I'm in the navel, and I hear, pow! I'll, like, instinctively pull up Bubbly Doug's Place on on X and I'll look at the topography and I'll be like oh that sucker must be over in that little opening over there waypoints also and the ability to share them okay, comes in handy every spring whether that's revisiting old waypoints where I've been on birds before or sharing them to buddies to help put them on birds. This app will help you find more turkeys. On X Hunt has a special offer for you, too. Use code MEATEATER to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com slash hunt this turkey season. Hey, man, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if you've learned anything, it's that there is always a catch.
4: $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
2: This gets me into a whole other segue that's very important. Oh, please, man. I for, was going to ask you more about Southern food. For going. all of our friendships, which we were talking about how we all didn't ask each other different things, but this is one thing I will be... Judging all of you upon, but I'm just gonna go. So let me let me paint the the room for you here. We're in my bus. I'm sitting on a, a nice love seat. Uh, Mr. Patelis is to my left. Reed is to his left. Dan, Steve, Torque, clockwise, clockwise, a circle. Yeah, yep. clockwise. Yep. So I'm gonna start with Yanni and go, crappy or crappie, crappie, gross.
5: Yeah, crappie, 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 brutal. Really? You're crappy? We can't be August, friends anymore? Yeah, I'm just gonna take it <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. Yep.
2: Do you, okay, if you go to Luke the bathroom, the do you take a crap or a crop?
5: Crap. <laughs> right. Yeah, Was I mean, there's two, there's not two P's in crap. Right. There's two P's in crappie. And my turd <laughs> is not
2: a fish. You sure. <laughs> no. also, so how does the, Steve's an English guy, how does the second P change the vowel sound of, an, of the A to an A? Okay. If you
0: put an E on the end of the word, it would be crepe. Mm-hmm. If you put a P it's crap. Two P's is crop. <laughs> two
2: Ps is crop. That's
0: not no, that's not true because C R O P doesn't have <clears throat> two Ps. Right. I don't really I don't know. I, I would like to know Slappy Joes. Like, Slappy Joes. Uh, I don't know it's that o, there, dude, I don't know that there's true. that it's I don't know that this question <laughs> no, is rule. You just talked yourself out of it. I don't think <laughs> it's rule dictated. It's not I don't know that this is
5: like rule dictated, man. I don't know if there's a rule for it. Yeah, I don't know if there is either. Mm-hmm. Might be addiction
1: thing. You guys call it them is.
0: crappies? We that's what we would joke about you guys calling them. <laughs> Me too.
1: Yeah, I we, joke yeah, yeah, we make about yeah. crappy. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, so and, this and, is a, a separation in the, even the southern situation. Oh yeah, so. this, like, this is getting this is a bust divide. This is
2: like this is like like old Miss Mississippi State level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bus divide. Like, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, this is like like Florida, Georgia game Wait, where did your record come out? Which one?
5: Crappy. I'll go with crappy. I'll swap right now.
2: Right. Yeah, you know better. Together, is not really. No, I think it's crappy. I, I think, think it's. I think we'll just pull. It. I we'll think you're calling it. I'll just call Randy. Everything I just Randy, said. Randy, if you're listening, just go ahead and pull that one.
0: <laughs> 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 <No>. <laughs> crappy, it is. Uh, tell people about this. Tell people about the uh, the process of like how you guys you guys hang out. You guys are like really good friends, right? I mean, yep. Yep. Who yeah. us? Yeah.
2: yeah. And it's, oh, yeah. is this your
0: is this your first? Um, this is the first single. Is that right? Did you wrote together this is our
2: first single together, yeah. Um, where, we, who, who, where, where did what was this?
0: Tell the song and then tell what the seed of the idea was.
2: <clears throat> so, the song is called Better Together. Um, it was written in the summer of 2018, I believe, in, yeah. in Boone, North Carolina, on a retreat, uh, on a writing retreat. So, I specifically going to write, specifically going to write. I that's a, usually how I operate. I, I'd take two weeks at a time, probably four weeks a year and go and write the majority of my stuff. So I'm not, quote-unquote, a lunch pail writer like these guys. And where do you go to do it? Uh, Sometimes I go to Boone. Sometimes I go to Florida. Sometimes. At his house? At my house. Sometimes. Well, you clear
0: the deck, and that's what's going on.
2: that's it. There's no other. There's no press. There's no interviews. It's It's different guys. So when I first started doing it, I would kind of do. So, like, let's say I'd bring. Steve and in for in. Oh, that, that'd be a good right.
0: move, man, because I got some... I got some hooks. I got some hooks, dude.
2: I got I some
1: hooks and melodies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to- hooks. A couple guitar licks.
4: Yeah, I got some hooks and wheezy. melodies <laughs> you guys <laughs> would want to pay good money for. Now we 24. know why uh, we were invited. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. but, bit,
5: but give us a little bit of... You can't work with...
0: Oh, well, it's a little hook I came up with yesterday.
5: I, oh, I had nothing to do with that. Thanks, man. I thought we. Were... Um, well, I didn't know what a
0: hook was. and Then you explained it. <laughs> so now it's yours. I and I was. I said. I, I was yelling. At, I it. was yelling at the flip flop flasher about something. I feel like. Yeah, I think the flip flop flasher was lamenting. Is that Seth? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Was lamenting. We were skinning an antelope, and I feel like he was lamenting not having something. Gloves. Right. No, he had gloves. I thought the back half he did a tool of some sort. Oh no! You know what it was? He was lamenting having to do it with me. That's right. (laughs) That's what it was. Which I complained that I wasn't holding up the. I wasn't doing enough. You weren't holding the. Was I wasn't doing it right right. because I was talking with you. That's right. And I uh, said to him, "I want to get this right because this is like a pretty good hook. Think about it." I said to him, "You got to (laughs) work. You got to work with what you got, not with." what you wish you had not with what you wish you had you gotta it's...
6: work
4: with what you got
0: so i'm developing not this into what a you hit wish you had a co- well it's not that I, I was hoping it'd be more of a country hit guys snap track okay. you guys are kind of <laughs> taking in a wild direction you, you gotta work. work
5: with what you got
0: so that's a hook so who um oh anyway so yeah, so, so the, you I, I want to get to the yeah, hook. I want sure, to go through the whole damn sure. deal. There's a, there a hunting and fishing reference in it. There is. There is. Yeah. The yeah. first thing in it, the first thing in it. This is another thing I want to get into. How did you guys know that the engine should be a Johnson? Cause we know, dude. Yeah, come on, dude. Cause it wouldn't ha- it can't be a tahatsu. <laughs> no. No, dude. we don't have
4: we don't really have I mean nobody really uses tahots. Like it's, it's like read, it's like read the do, room, do, Steve, you know? Like I read, read the room a little bit. I
0: <laughs> was pleasantly surprised.
5: It's like when you're watching a um, <laughs> this guy's selling a short, man. No, no, no I'm compl- I'm A 40 HP Johnson, if you have got a flat bottom boat in the south, you got a Evinrude or a Johnson on that bitch. Used to. Well, if you're ma- if you're making forty thousand dollars, you still got one on there. You know what I'm saying? That's, what <laughs> I that's okay. what I on mine. you ain't got that's, a forty; you got about a twenty-five. That's what I'm 30.
0: trying to applaud.
5: Meaning, okay. um,
0: uh, now and then, I, I do want to get back to the song, but I want to like applaud the choice because uh, lyrically, I thought it was astute. Huh. Because, and I'm just curious, like where this stuff comes from? Because now and then, like I'm, I'm always talking about how much I like Cormac McCarthy the writer Cormac McCarthy, yeah because he does his homework right when someone has like when, when someone like has a firearm or something it's yeah. like it's the firearm yeah that they would have
2: brought to you by Weatherby yeah and like
0: <laughs> it makes sense so every time he references something um Whatever, like something about someone's footwear, something about whatever, like some detail like God, that's exactly it's the correct word. Like that's exactly right. Right. Um and having a yeah, I thought that the inclusion of that it was a Johnson outboard. It was was like Steve was listening. No, the Johnson outboard, I'm like, you see it, it is a Johnson but Ob-
3: I wasn't even there, but it has it to has have been
0: to be. a Johnson. All
3: them Southerners run them damn Johnsons.
0: <laughs> but it's like it's sort of you hear like a, someone having a Johnson gone, and it's like right away, it's an old ass engine that someone has put in a lot of effort. Rebuilt the carbs at least yeah. eight times. Uh, it's like it's not running by accident no. anymore. It's running because someone had to keep it running. Yeah. So the inclusion of having it be that um uh, I, I thought I was I, like I took sell, I took note. I it, took note. It
5: helped sell the authenticity
0: it to you. It set me
5: though. in the right
0: place. It, it set
5: me where I felt as though I was in good hands. There you go. That what you just described is what we as songwriters work so hard to craft. Is something undeniably honest, but pictures that not only you can visualize but tap into a little bit of, of life. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. go back to it. And time if we for- can accomplish that and we can convey that, I mean that to me that's that's the, the bones of a successful
2: tune. Would you have been less there if it was an Evan Rude?
5: Good question. It would have been it nothing would
0: have occurred. I wouldn't have uh, I wouldn't have took note. Because it's more prevalent? No, I just would have been like. Um, it
2: feels more buzzwordy. No, almost. I was just
0: like I wouldn't have. It wouldn't have brought me like you know. There's that that little bit of delight that occurs yeah. when something's perfect. Yeah. I, I remember I was talking about the book. Um, I'll take that. I, I was telling you about. There's a great book about the Great Plains called Great Plains. Sure. In the Great Plains, the the writer Ian Fraser describes a red-tail hawk sitting on a power line, and he talks about that it would fan its tail. Right. And he. Mentions that uh, somehow he draws a simile between someone working a deck of cards.
5: Oh, dang. That's gosh. Good. Yeah, Right? That's so beautiful. Dude. It brings, like, it's oh, like there's like, see a, it.
0: there's like a delight that occurs. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. It's a split
5: right. screen, and you got you get it happening on both sides. You yep. can see them easily. Yeah. So,
0: you know, had he said some other anal or some other metaphor or some other simile, it just wouldn't have clicked. So if you had said Evan Rude, I don't know, it would like, eh. have been have like,
3: I would have been like, I wouldn't have was, thought, I wouldn't have thought what a <laughs> <Yes>. miss. <laughs>
5: Giannis is a bit of a songwriter now. <laughs> He's a bit of a critic too. Oh, tell me about it. I've been in <laughs> <a> trouble <laughs> with him for four it's days.
6: Like, Yamaha might work, maybe Evan. Rude.
5: <laughs> he did dance me around the floor. He me and danced me last night. I saw that. that. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that man. Man. Caught a little jig out there. My yeah. back hurt. That's
0: one of the songs I wrote. Numbies, 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 numbies. Um. Back to to the song. So I I digress, but saying like, I took note of the Johnson mention. And I also just pointing out that there are some like, there are some outdoors references. For sure. In the song. And so you go to a write and retreat.
2: Yeah. Go to write and retreat. Uh, We're in Boone. And Dan was there on that particular day. And our buddy Randy Montana uh, was there as well. Is that his birth name? No. It's not. It's not his birth name. Um, Um, But that's the moniker that uh, his dad is a Hall of Fame songwriter. Who went by Billy Montana, and so he, you know, yeah. assumed that pseudonym yeah. once he went into songwriting.
0: What'd you guys think if I went with Steve Fever,
2: Steve what? Steve Fever, 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 Steve Fever. It would feel a little mushy. So went, okay, Stever. You know, <laughs> like it would sound like you were saying Steve ever You it's know, the Fever. You know leave it to Stever.
6: I <laughs> 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 like that. Who's got know? a fever?
2: <laughs> yeah, leave it to Stever. Um, but now Anyways, we're up there, and and I think we wrote the chorus that yeah. day and the first verse yeah so that. that's what you start with chorus we wrote chorus first and is that typical no no it's just a bit it depends on the day yeah, you stop, tell me Our,
0: the, can you tell me the chorus of course you can.
2: yeah um you know some things just go better together i mean if we're gonna sing it we're gonna sing it no oh, dude no, no, no. sing it man no, oh, is that, but it's like we can go mark. listen to songs on your local streaming service. it out and, uh, Dan with like an eighty HP Johnson on his neck,
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> or twenty. But it's but that's the the idea was like it was about things working in in correlate. In like, yeah,
3: so can, you, can you talk about that? like, yeah, like, who, where, like where
2: was that? Where, where was the beginning of
3: that
0: idea? Yeah, who said? How about it be about this? I
5: I, I do know this. So Randy Montana said. Man, I got this hook. And I, and we said, okay, what is it? And he said, I got this hook that's just like, we go together like good old boys in beer. Eh, yeah, that's a bit much. What? What is? What is? That as the chorus. Correct. That's the hook
0: of the song. Oh, define hey. a hook for me. I think I misunderstood. Oh,
5: man. So- hook means like <laughs> are- the conceit upon which it's built. Not necessarily. There are many. It's, uh, it's Consider a country song a bit of a trot line. So you have multiple hooks. The hook that got you, Forty hp Johnson. Oh. So you try to sprinkle those in. Now, the main hook of the song, if you're talking about that... That is the ending, essentially the ending line of the chorus.
2: A good old, but like good old boys and beer and me, as long as you're right
4: here. Two hooks. So the
2: thing that oh, hooks that you. that is isn't the chorus. The thing yeah. that hooks you is that up to the entire song, you have no clue what we're talking about until the last line of the, of that's the first chord, That's a, effective. And you go, that's a, oh, he's talking that's that's about that thing. That's and, another
0: thing, right. that, I, that's another thing yeah. that I found pleasure in. Sure. Yeah.
5: You sure. got some chill bumps on that. Remember when I was yeah.
0: talking about the song I thought was very flawed? No. Who was I talking about the flawed song with? I didn't want to have it be a friend of your guys and then make it. It really doesn't matter.
2: Oh, you're talking about that is uh, I Think That's My Boy. Okay. Craig Campbell? No,
5: no, no, no. You're talking about LV Shane. That's my boy. Yeah. Where is it? The yeah. one where he's a stepfather now? No. no. Nope. No. I- I'm, I'm not really, exactly Lee sure.
2: Lee had, had a song called boy "No." Too. That's boy. That's that boy. not the same thing. In the first verse. That's my boy. In the first verse. Yeah, that's that's the one. like of the high
0: one. school football game, and his kid kicks the shit out of some other kid, and he stands up in the bleachers and like, "That's my boy."
2: <laughs> That's I described it to How me, do you guys
0: dude. not know what I'm talking about? I, don't know, dude. I thought you'd pay attention to everything, man. I, I like pay in attention songs to a
5: lot of stuff, yeah. No,
0: oh, I not mean that, I mean all country songs. Uh, I mean I, we, we, we only like good uh, songs. songs and you greatest. said that song was flawed, <laughs> Yeah, so I probably, yeah, yeah, probably just
5: dismissed <laughs> it if it was <laughs> flawed. only thing being
0: there's a there's a w-
2: There's no redemption in the well, song. The reason I bring it up is
0: I never I through the whole song I'm waiting for the hook. Dude, the whole song, I'm waiting for the payoff, yeah. right? And there isn't one, and I feel that yeah. the payoff is going to be that he, he's painting the picture of this kid. There's this dad, and this dad is like absolutely loyal to his son, even when, when, when his son's, is when his son's wrong. wrong, he's loyal to him. I'm expecting at the end of the song that it's going to be something like he the boy throws himself on a grenade in Iraq so to save his buddy or or whatever, which or, is or does like and it'd know. be like, oh, yeah, man, this dude. Like he's he's like that's my boy he, right or wrong, that's my boy. One of the verses is his kid goes down and and takes a twenty two and whatnot and goes down and shoots up this other guy's property. And all the kids come home and the old man comes over. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. I think, the old man, bro, listen, I now, think
5: you dreamed this up. The, dude. <laughs> the old
0: man comes over and he says, One of these kids shot up my property. And he says, That's my And he's like, boy. Yeah, that's my boy. So I'm thinking, in the end, the kid's gonna do some like thing, heroic thing, yeah, yeah, and, and the he, then, then it payoffs, be like, "That's, that's my, my boy." boy. Like, that's that. what I'm saying, man.
2: That's my boy. But in the end, it never happens. The kid's just kind of still an asshole, and the song just <laughs> yeah, and yeah. It's yeah, like yeah,
0: yeah. And so when I'm
2: yeah. It leads,
0: <laughs> as a listener, it led to so much disappointment that me and Mo Fallon used to about it all the time. We used, every time that song came on, we'd be like, "It just leaves me being like, but." Like we thought that someone screwed up and they and they left a verse off the track. Can we get back to talking about my song? Yes, because here's the thing. I (laughs) I got the pleasure, the pleasure that was denied me. You got a bow, and that was when you're doing all these like, uh, and you're like all these things that are like that match up. Okay, all these things in life that match up make sense. I'm like, okay, whatever. Things that match up make sense. And then also I'm like, oh shit, man, like a. Like, this dude and this woman. Yeah. It's a country love song.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And so when you finally go, like, why is he telling me all this?
5: <laughs> right. Why is he telling
0: me all this stuff that goes <laughs> together? Oh. And then, <coughs> then I
5: register again that delight. If Steven ranello was a trout <laughs> and I was, and we were fly fishing, and we're just back for, back for, we just lofted that little fly out there. We freaking damn, yeah. we
2: Stripping it a little bit. Stripped and it. I sipped it. A bit. You sipped it. <laughs>
5: Fire! God. <laughs> I just got you. We got you with forty HP Johnson. So I liked it.
2: Thank you.
0: No, I, I like like lyrically. Like it's. I, I like that it delivered me a
4: product. Sure. Yeah, and and as a songwriter, you want that hook to be that aha moment. Yeah, you know? that's moment. where this is all going. Yeah, man. and and that's even in the room. You know, if somebody throws out a hook, and and. You want to say, well, what's that? What's the twist on it? Like, what's the spin on it? What's it, what's going to grab them? How do we make that that aha moment? And
2: there are di- many different ways to get to that. There you sure. Go. There are many different approaches to getting to that aha moment. And know? it doesn't always
5: have to be this. Whoa! If everything was. You know, it was the butler moment. Then you would get kind of, <laughs> it, it, would get,
2: it was Colonel Mustard in it, the study with a it would get pretty annoying. It right? would get
5: pretty annoying, right? So I mean it's okay. It, just don't be afraid of songs that don't have the Grandioso. It was yeah. the guy behind the curtain the whole time. I'm not I'm not afraid of it. In fact, um
0: I wanna get back to y'all's process, but uh I like the films of David Lynch. And what David Lynch toys with you, it'd be good to listen to. It'd be good to watch, as a songwriter, it might be good to watch David Lynch movies. Because what David Lynch messes with you often is you're, the whole time, you're like, okay, where is it all leading? Like, what's the point? Where is it all leading? What's the point? And then the movie ends. And you're like, damn me for thinking they're like, yeah, what a you don't sucker. What a sucker I am, man. man. Ah! Oh, yeah. But I think that's what he's showing you. He's like showing you. And that would Corman be... Warren yeah, McCarthy yeah, yeah. does the same thing. To the whole book, you're like, I can't wait till this super evil guy gets his. Never happened. Nope. <laughs> the book just ends. Like, the evil guy's fine. <laughs> like, all the good people are dead. The evil guy drives off into the sunset. <laughs> do, you think he's, do you think he's doing that
4: for your own imagination to continue the that process of... See, I don't want that. I, don't wanna, I think he's I, doing it to mess with you. Okay. He's,
5: he's doing it to show you that you're a sucker. Okay, okay. I want a bow on my books. Or a bow on my movies, man. Yeah. You know, wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? Wrap it up. I don't want to just. I don't it be it left hanging out like loose baloney.
6: Name that band. Remember the.
5: Remember the end of No Country for Old Men? I do remember that.
6: Yeah.
0: He goes, there's like the one person left, the. Beautiful, sweet girlfriend. But, but there's a bit of a And he goes to their there. house and, like, he, he promised, comes out and checks the bottom of his boots, presumably to see if her blood's all over his boots. He and promised walks her he away. was going to do it, though. He <laughs> promised
2: her he was going to do it. Wasn't the end of The Sopranos like that? Like, people were all up in arms. Like, it was like this guy comes in, to the, they're all sitting around the table at the restaurant. And this dude comes in, and it was just like, you're like, oh, man, something's going to happen. And then it was just like, psh, boom. And that was just the end of the whole series. Now, I don't like that. I don't like that. Man. I don't like a leave that you hanging. That seems lazy in. to I me, completely dude. Agree. That feels lazy to me. It I does. Like.
1: There's got to be a certain enjoyment for the the creator of that though to be like, because nah, he's like a dick. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> sure,
4: man. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm kind of on both sides why. of the fence there because like I like to. I like when that so, Salem and Sopranos that thing goes down. I like to imagine. What happens, you know, what happens. Right, but isn't
2: it your job to to tell me what happens? Absolutely. I'm not watching your movie to imagine something. No, dude. (laughs) I'm watching it to see what you imagine. Yeah, look, if I wanted to do that, I would have just done it from the start. I was just sat there and went, Oh, that was a cool story I just thought up. Yeah. Man, what a great ending to (laughs) that story. (laughs) I should have wrapped it up. When Dan told me the
0: story (laughs) earlier that I can't, that I don't want to tell the details about, but he told me the story that included that happened to include his his night at the campfire with his wife my joy in that story was primarily how excited i am to tell his story oh absolutely <laughs> i'm like i'm gonna tell the shit out of this story <laughs> every time this subject yeah. comes up from now I on, got on i will tell this guy I, I got one for you <laughs>
2: All right, so there so you are. So
0: Johnny Montana,
3: Joe, says, Joe Montana, I've got a
4: Randy Montana, Joe, Randy Montana. Montana. Joe Montana, Joe Montana, Joe Montana, <laughs> Joe Montana comes into Boone, North Carolina at the right trip.
2: Yeah, he says that thing, and then that eventually works to. We're discussing. I remember this, and you're in the room or not? Yeah, 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 we're actually sitting on a deck of uh, of a house in the mountains, looking over grandfather. That's how how I picture this stuff. seventy degrees every day in the middle of the summer there. Rainstorm comes through. Rainstorm comes through every day, but it's it's awesome. So we're out there. Everybody's
5: holding a guitar, presumably. Just one guitar. Probably just one. Honestly. You know? It kind of gets to be a bit of a town hall meeting if there's more than one. Yeah, if there's
2: more than one, everyone's so kind of... Oh, really? People get to noodling. One or two,
4: usually. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: And you're like, okay, can we get yeah. some focus here? Some. But anyways, I remember, and I still have this, we sat down... Okay, can you tell me real quick? I'm sorry. Who's holding the guitar? So you don't get to hold it, Luke? It's Sometimes. <laughs> it's ever-changing. Are you okay. Sorry. Dan's got the guitar. Dan's holding
0: <laughs> the guitar. Okay. I'm in the. I'm in Dan's the scene. I'm in the scene. Dominating over the I guitar. Thought. It is
4: not. <laughs>
2: right. I'm in He's the scene. Clutching the guitar. No, it's more like I'll be like, and a lot of the times there's nothing happening on guitar. It's not like Dan's just sitting there playing yeah. for three hours or four hours. Juga, 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 like remember. it's like it's like I'll sit there and I'm like, hold on, let me get that real quick. You know what I mean? Like he'll pass it over to me. I and see. I'm sussing out something in my own head, but I explicitly remember Randy had that idea we were discussing it and had landed on the Better Together thing. Yep. And we were like, what's the best avenue to approach this thing? And so I sat down, I had my pen and paper, and I just wrote out a bunch of stuff that I felt like went together really well. Johnson forty and the flat bottom. Exactly. There you go. It was all these different things and it was a list, you know, it was ten or twelve lines long of just different things that I felt like worked together really well. And then it was like how do we, you know, in a in a uh, in a clever way make all these things, not maybe these explicitly, but this is I was writing with a guy named Charlie Worsham this past week and he had a great analogy for it. Is he says i have to just say these things and for everyone to hear him because he refers to it as fertilizer it might be shit huh. but sometimes the shit is the fertilizer Dude, that like leads that, to Absolutely. the growing of the common goal
0: that's a metaphor right and I, it was I awesome and so
2: he throws it i'm so i'm throwing out this fertilizer you know of these different things and then we're all going and then it was almost like an explosion of yeah like oh well this and that and and this and this and and you know we and how much it? time's elapsed at this point? A couple hours, probably yeah. two hours, maybe. You know, there's a lot of coffee drinking and you know just kind of shooting the shit and. I do
5: remember specifically you know, in the second verse, if I can take this part. Yeah. I remember looking at Luke and being like, "Man." I feel like this is the point where we start, because we've cats out of the bag at this point, right? On the, on
2: the girl being the, yeah, the, better the focus to of the song. Right? I
5: said, well, why don't we give this sec second half to them? And uh, I said, oh. is there anything specific like that you feel like you and Nicole do that's kind of just very specific to your relationship? And he was like, no shit. He goes, man, you know, whenever we go to town, she puts her license into my wallet. That was a fucking great detail. Yeah. And as and soon she as he said, I was like, whoa, 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 we are writing that down. I don't know how we're making that fit, but we're making that fit. And immediately it was like, your license in my wallet when we go out downtown. I said, anything else? He goes, our lipstick's all over my coffee cups. Next line goes, if your lipstick stained every coffee cup that I got in this house. I ought to put in.
0: You're always moving my shit from one cabinet to another
6: cabinet. <laughs>
4: so please stop.
0: Uh, your mother, for some reason, takes my really good knife and cuts my kids' grilled cheese sandwiches <laughs> in a pan, pan, in a pan, in the
2: pan. Right. For some reason,
0: on in the marble tops. Yeah, so for
6: good. some
2: unknown reason. <laughs> yeah. But I think my favorite spot of any song, and I think, uh, and I don't want to sound like i'm tooting my own horn here but i i feel like my strongest points in my songs are the bridges the bridge of the song is that it's it's different from the verse and the chorus you have your verses and your chorus and you have the spot that sits on its own melodically structurally and lyrically from the rest of the song i forgot this you wrote this by yourself didn't you but no we wrote it in in uh in the fire hall. That's right. It's, it's, can it's can just you educate you... people on this? Because this is
0: something. That, this is a concept I, I get, but I don't get. Yeah. Can you take a, a well-known tune? Okay. Sure. Take take whatever song you, you think most clearly exemplifies, and do one of your own or whatever the hell. Uh, I mean, do, I where think... you're like you're like, like lay out the like how like a, how a, a, how a song could be structured and what function okay. the
2: bridge has. So, so I, don't, I don't get this. Okay. So typically, uh, for example, in Better Together the song we're talking about, just sure. for clarity. Great. No, it's great. We'll do the first verse is, 40 HP Johnson on a flat bottom metal boat. And then that's the length that it is. It's four lines or something. Yeah. That's verse one. Normal that's structure. structure. Normal structure is that's verse one. Then you're usually right into a chorus. chorus Don't one. bore us, get to the chorus, yeah. as yep. we always say. Yeah. Then you write your chorus, which usually stays the same throughout the entire song so each time you're referencing back to that chorus it correlates with a verse it'd be considered a universal chorus. it stays the same universal chorus then you're going into verse two which will be the same length and melody as the first verse they're identical in that sense just the words are interchangeable right yep and so then you hit your second universal chorus you know so you've got you've got two minutes or two and a half minutes of your song about at this point. Yeah, and so then you're probably going to go into there's there's one or two options here. You're going to go if you feel like you've said everything that you need to say in in that amount of time. You're going to go with a straight up solo yeah. riffing, musical
6: moment. Torques
2: on the strat. Dude, you know, dude, he's just like, tripping it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Working <laughs> the fingers on that thing, dude. Yeah, work Get in there, and then you're back to universal chorus. His, chorus. Weatherby Three. Gu- his
0: weatherby yeah. guitar. Yeah. Right, his weatherby yeah. guitar. His weatherby guitar.
2: shred bet. fluted neck on that thing. <laughs> you know, and uh, frame, no frame, mu- yeah. muzzle break yeah. is off. Suppressor is off. Gorgeous walnut. Gorgeous flame maple. And so, if you feel like you've said everything you need to say in that amount of time, you're going back into a chorus after that solo, and then you're out. So the chorus sits in for the verse. What? No. Okay. Well, there's not another verse cuz the verses is where you're saying lengthier wordier things yep. describing what you're talking about in the chorus, yeah. right? Generally speaking. And so if you feel like you've said everything you need to say, you do another chorus and the song ends. Okay. Because there's Just nothing else. Just after two
3: verses, that's it.
2: Sure, usually. Because wow. you're trying usually. to stay
4: you're trying to stay usually in this Three minute In a window. certain
2: three to four minute. like yeah. three. And like it's even getting smaller now. Yeah, now it's getting for less whole and less. Song. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 245, yeah. man. That's, yeah. that's
4: what their mark is right now. For
2: when I first
5: came to town, it was 340. And then it went to 330. Then it went, then it went 315. Then it went three minutes. And now we're sitting at about 250.
1: Who, d- who decides this number? Wow. The, listener, oh. the listener. The radio.
5: Yeah. radio. Just because focus attention span sucked, Yeah, you yep. guys are yeah. on the way out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: But So anyways, but if you haven't, said everything that you want to say this after that second chorus you usually go into a short solo section like a half-length solo section and then you'll go right into what is we refer to as the bridge of the song mm-hmm. which is i'm not sure why it's called that it i guess it's different it bridges the gaps it's, from it's the supposed chorus.
5: to be a bit of a departure from a the departure of, yeah. of what you've listened what you're to right. exactly love
6: that's, love the
5: that's the bridge
2: right
6: make it that's why nobody, yeah.
2: nobody knew what you were talking about. Because it was the bridge. <laughs> but, so, essentially, you want a completely different melody, completely different lyric structure in that small section of the song it could be two lines it could be four lines it could be one line yeah. but it can but, it, but you
0: want it to contribute to the story absolutely yeah. it's, it's you the don't, bow you know, wrap, wrap McCarthy
5: would not have any bridges in his songs oh he would yeah because he'd leave you hanging after the second chorus you just roll it on out and be out of there and you'd be like
2: oh man i feel like he was gonna he'd say like, one oh, more I thing
0: that did
5: really would
2: would would you say
5: Cormac or Paul
0: Cormac oh I Cormac. thought I said Paul McCarthy no, that's Paul, Paul McCartney. McCartney. That's who Oh, that's it.
2: Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyways, so the bridge and better together, it's a normal structured tune. Verse one, chorus. Verse two, chorus. Short piano, solo section, because the song is just me and piano. And then it goes into... The bridge, which is, sometimes we roll in water, but I wouldn't have it any other way. And if I'm being honest, your first and my last name would we'll just sound better together. So we we'll just right up. into the chorus. Tied up. You know what I mean? It's like a different thing. Yep. And then it takes the song just from like, oh, they're a cute couple to like, hey, He's trying to get married, sure. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's like, so, trying to lock this up. Yeah, married, man. Yeah, it, man. Takes it takes it to right. another. It takes it, so it to another level. That was I like, gotta
0: admit to you, I didn't get that till right now. Yeah. I thought he was saying like that he felt uh, at a time. Yeah. No. I didn't know that it was that he no. had he was advancing and and like, now he's like wanting to sure. like seal the deal
2: yeah absolutely
0: I thought you said like yeah. you know I, I've always liked it and that's the way it is I didn't know he meant like no. I sure would like this to happen
2: yeah and my thing I think Dude,
0: then it double delivers I think yeah.
2: the, and I think the maybe triple deliver is like the, the juxtaposition of all the things that go together and then when you say sometimes we're oil and water like we sometimes we don't always get along like we're not sometimes we have those moments where we're very contentious and but we wouldn't have it any. but other we way. wouldn't have it any other way like you have to have that in a good relationship in my opinion you have the to the tune come.
0: starts to make its own gravy. You know? ah! and listen but here's the thing i pride myself on sniffing the gravy out <laughs> yeah. and i was missing some of the gravy <laughs> there's, yeah there's, and i still you felt like, it delivered well yeah. you
2: only heard it one time too true. you have to yeah. yeah true yeah and the full version you know and like outside you're not getting the voice projection and the and the I mean, See, I didn't catch the track. oil. I didn't catch the oil and water. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I thought you were a bridge guy. <laughs> I'm a bridge, guy. I was getting hit. I was getting inundated with stuff.
5: Yeah. Okay, can't,
3: I feel like there's some famous did you get the oil and rock water? and roll song. No, I didn't catch that that lyric. But I feel like there's some famous rock and roll song where they actually call out bridge,
2: and then it goes into <laughs> a. That's like Tenacious D. I think Yeah, that song, yeah I they, do, they do that.
5: Yeah,
6: yeah. I'll say this: Anywho. that
5: song seems to connect so well with uh and I'm not I I guess I'm kinda of tooting my own horn here. But uh I a lot of it has to do with the delivery, right? It's kind of a heartfelt delivery, especially on the album. I played it for you, right, Giannis. Mm-hmm. Me and Giannis were riding around listening to Spot and Antelope and uh, I actually played it for him. It was a piano ballad, right? And uh the last show I saw Luke play before pandemic was Rupp Arena in Kentucky.
2: Biggest show ever done there, by the way. Broke Paul McCartney's record. Oh, actually. look
6: oh,
5: oh,
2: at that that right That's, That's cool. rapid. On Valentine's Day. Very good
0: hosting. It was good guesting. It was <laughs> guesting to the level of hosting. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, you get a yeah.
3: meat eater segue badge for that. <laughs> yeah.
5: So, in the midst of, of him playing that song, which he encored with, when it got to the bridge, sometimes we're all in water, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I look around me, and I see multiple dudes dropping. And I saw six couples get engaged from where I was standing. There ain't no telling. i mean in Esau. Yeah,
2: no, dude, dropping I, to, I, How did they know? I took pictures they with knew them. the song. They knew the song. I took pictures with them. So they're like they've come in preparation. Yeah, but you like, haven't had the song hadn't released. It had released. It had released. It yeah. was out. It just wasn't, it wasn't a single. the single. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the okay. album was out, and that song was out into the world. And
0: he's like, in case he does this song, and I, and I have no reason to believe he will. True. I'm That's bringing my true. shit. That's yep. very
2: true. That's very true. Ready to but, roll. Yeah.
5: My buddy leaned up. And he goes,
2: "This guy wrote that." <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Can we get a picture?" And I was like, "I, I guess." <laughs> All right. So let's get
0: back to the creation of the tune because how how did. Is Randy on it? Yeah, Randy's on it. Yeah, so he's one of the co—he's one of the writers. He's too. one of the co-writers. Big fan
5: of y'all's, by the way. Big oh,
0: he yeah, he's a big out man. Big outdoors. He's, yeah. yeah. So he gets—he's in on it. Mm-hmm. Luke, you're in on it. Dan, you're in on it. Mm-hmm. Anybody That's else it. get in there on it? it? God, unfortunately,
4: no.
6: <laughs> and he's
0: not even he, it, 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 if he was more—if um if he was more like Machiavellian, he'd be, uh be—he'd be like taking little swipes. Sure.
2: He'd be like, yeah, He'd I that mean,
0: like, wow, you know, Really, yeah. the song, I mean, could have improved greatly with, uh, you know. The sure, sure, sure. Oh, no, it's, it's a very... It's, well, it, should, I mean, it should have been a too. I'd have written, I said Yamaha, but it's
6: cool.
3: In that moment when you guys are, like, well on to this idea, yeah. and the lyrics are coming, and you've written down all the things that go better together, has music been introduced yet? Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I... I, I chorus, would, chorus was done already at that time.
5: I would say... It, 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 you can absolutely smash this i'm not i'm not trying to give myself credit in any form or fashion but I, i think my natural progression towards songwriting comes from like a a bit of a storytelling basic chord structure which is extremely simple because i i'm not a great guitar player right so literally we were just going one four one four and that's and if 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 i am gonna write, be a part of a ballad i'm gonna try to push that simpleness onto the tune and onto the co-writers does that make sense mm-hmm. so the course was already done and i i think i think i was just kind of like what if we kept it extremely basic and let the grizzly bear vocalist smash everything that's loop. out yeah the Grizzly Bear vocalist. I mean, in my opinion, he sounds like a damn like a line. giant lion on stage. Not a Grizzly Bear, or a Grizzly Bear, depending <laughs> on, <laughs> depending yeah. on what continent you're in. You know, yeah. to me, it would be a Grizzly bear Bear.izzly bear,
0: apex apex predator bear.
5: for sure, man. Yeah, but you can't listen to what you listened to last night and go, "That's probably the best vocalist I've set ever set in front of." Chester.
6: <laughs> no, no dirt dirt. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Guys.
5: I, I thought Chester did surprisingly well. Dude. Yeah, I, I, oh yeah. I, you praised, did, I, I, I him saw you I welling with pride. Oh, you know what?
0: Here's you you guys don't know the best part of it. I I got to tell listeners real quick. So Chester, the molester, he Don't um, do gosh. it.
5: Cut that out. What's his name? That's, Phil or Phil.
0: something? Chester just you know, No, this. Oh, Phil. Chester just got married and Chester sang a song at his wedding and he just sang a love song and didn't didn't properly intro it so they generated some confusion on part of the attendees who then a rumor spread how chester wrote that song and how great (laughs) the song he wrote was and it made everybody cry and i can't believe chester knew how to write such a beautiful song and chester just got up and failed to say like oh and by the way this is a little number written by so-and-so so So then he had to go around he had to go around like clarifying to people yeah so in all honesty you know and last night seth said Seth told me, that he, or no, Chester told me that Seth said to him, six months ago, would you have believed that you'd be singing a song next to Luke, or playing your guitar and singing next to Luke Combs?" And Chester said, six months ago, I wouldn't have been able to tell you that I knew how to play a guitar. was <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Because he learned Crazy. just to, like, he had to learn just to, like, at his wedding played as well which wanna, i think is like the cutest
2: sweetest thing dude, in the world I, we literally said that <laughs> i want to go on record here and say if that guy's been playing guitar for six months how incredibly impressive that performance dude, that, was last No night. Doubt. absolutely that was oh, staggeringly the, impressive it was
5: i'll i'll say this it was as impressive and as, as pressurized as me and you and Reed cooking dinner in front of these jokers, man. Yeah, it no I felt mean, <laughs> that t- the
1: night before. Like, dude, why are they filming me? You got, I mean, <laughs> know, we're cooking
5: standing dinner. there whipping up gravy and biscuits and... Antelope and Steve's got his hands in his pockets looking over the thing. I sprinkled a little dust in there. And he goes, Too early.
2: Too early. Too early.
5: Too
6: early. Too
2: early. Too early. Not um, ready yet.
5: And I mean, it's the same kind of pressure. Chester gets up there in front of a guy that's got nine number ones in a row. <laughs> biggest artist in country music. He's like, Give me that guitar. He's like, I'll take a swing at her.
6: And knocked it out of the park. Knocked, it, <laughs> <that> was, <laughs> hey, yeah. knocked it out of the
4: park. That was a great, too. It was, it was
0: so cute. Oh, it was cute. It was and so cute. and, and, and to, again, the reason I was celebrate like celebrating him and it is like instead of trying to be Mister like detached and can't be bothered and the old lady, right? Yeah, yeah. Just to hang it all out there. I'm gonna that tell you, it, it all get up there. and serenade her at a wedding. Dude, so Steve and I had a not little... be like, oh, I don't know, the old lady wanted to have a
5: wedding, so I guess I showed up. <laughs> oh, he owned you it. I mean? He owned Dude, it. Yeah. 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 But we had a bit of a plan working. All day long, to try to convince Chester to sing that song. Right? Uh, did you hear? You probably heard. We were in the truck together with yeah. Chester. I was laying the groundwork to ask him to play. But it was it was really easy. I mean, it was kind of like a circle hook. Like the kid hooked himself. <laughs> yeah. All I had to do was reel him in, and he's like, "Oh uh, yeah, I'll play one if you guys will let." La- I'm sorry, I'll play one if you guys will let me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like absolutely Chester we would love to hear it he heard you played Lady May. he was like well I know a couple <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs>
5: it wasn't it didn't take much convincing did it no no, no man
4: no.
1: stepped up to the plate he was in he was ready that was really cool to see
5: I'd like to formally extend a thank you to you guys for having us uh, next time maybe pair we with somebody a little slower um <laughs> Less, less
2: athletically, inclined. a little
5: less honest. Uh, <laughs> I'll take you honest every time. He's a class A guy, and uh, man, I'll miss an antelope with that guy all day long. Appreciate you having us. That was great. It's you thrilling. got an antelope down, you got a yeah. Someone call it Dantelope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no need to. We don't need to tell people how to find Luke Holmes.
2: No, <laughs> just pop a goose on it. Pop a Google. Turn your radio, just Google. Just Google. it. Just <laughs> goog Turn your radio it. on,
0: hit scan, and wait five minutes.
6: There yeah, he you'll, is. You'll find yeah.
2: it. somewhere in the in the amidst the airwaves.
0: Yeah. y but uh, brothers hunt Isabel. Brothers
6: yeah, laid yeah. out
4: laid out for people to locate you. Yeah, we've got a. We're mainly probably based out of our Instagram right now and Facebook, and uh, you can go check us out just Instagram the Brothers Hunt or Facebook the Brothers Hunt. And tell people what the Brothers Hunt is. Cause we've been talking about the songwriting. Yeah, the Brothers Hunt started actually on a porch at our deer camp in West Tennessee, and and we were sitting there. Just kind of talking, um, kind of going over the, the the scenarios of of what we do and 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 how we're this affinity for hunting out west is becoming a thing for us and and our our dad, you know, he's such a fan of staying home and hunting the whitetail deer. It's his favorite thing. He he has no passion about coming out here. No no. Uh, um, what am I trying to say? No want to. No want to come out here to the west and hunt. And so we were, we were sitting, on, uh, sitting on the porch just kind of talking about it and decided that, you know, if we were going to go for, for this thing, that we were going to go all in. And uh, f- that was probably, what, five years ago? Four or five years ago. And, yeah. and since then, the Brothers Hunt brand is, is kind of – I always thought I was going to have to choose between songwriting and maybe the Brothers Hunt one day. But Tell I
5: th- Steve how many girlfriends you've lost. Overhunting? Oh, yeah. Every one of them except this one, hopefully.
4: <laughs> Every one. Yeah. I mean, literally. And two like- seasons gets them two seasons. yeah
5: they can make it through like a turkey season because you're kind of in and out during the day but then when a fall comes they would always they would always break up
4: with rain <laughs> huh. yeah for sure <laughs> um and so we we started talking about the idea of, of this thing and, and it got to the point where we wanted to you know showcase hunting in in an ethical way in an ethical light because we thought we were seeing a lot of, of uh, hunting portrayed in a uh, the gripping grin we conquered this animal man and and, and you know we 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 deserve to do this and and we feel a different way and and the way we hunt you we feel know. more privileged rather than deserving sure 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 and
5: uh honestly a lot of that was birthed from being in the writing rooms i'll never forget the the, the prime example i have of this we wrote with a guy from australia he's a good friend of mine he wouldn't mind me saying this his name's is lindsey rhymes and uh we were writing with an artist and the artist was just tripping over what he wanted to do and just could not get out of his own way right and so finally i was like all right man i'm gonna grab some lunch out of the out of the refrigerator in the in the break room i'll be right back and when i walked in lindsey was in there and i broke out a, a little baggie that had a, I had diced a tenderloin and grilled it and so it was in little little nice neat little circles deer tenderloin and when i broke it out he went oh cookies and i was like no man no these he's british yeah well he's australian was that not No, no, that's good. All right, so he goes, uh, "Cookies," and I said, (laughs) "No, man." (laughs) I (laughs) said, "Dude, this is deer tenderloin." He was like, "Cookies, cookies, uh, cookies, eh?" There you go, cookies, eh? Yeah. (laughs) He goes, "Oh," I said, "Would you like one?" He was like, "No, no, mate. I buy my meat from the store." Huh? And so he didn't understand the concept of how you could take your own meat and with an a rifle or a bow and convert that into a meal that you might eat the next day at work it didn't even compute he said i like my meat from the store you know and and reed and i were talking about Is that way you know it's safe yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly and so reed and i were talking about we were like man there are many people that we come into contact with that uh that don't understand even even in the country music industry that don't understand how uh how hunting translates into food And once we said, well, maybe we can have, we can use that platform, uh, whether it be through our artist friends or just the success that we have and kind of help turn people towards a more ethical and responsible way to enjoy the outdoors and to enjoy hunting specifically, um, and, and, and try to paint a little more accessible light on, uh, being able to, to turn your, your passions and your, and your hunting into some some pretty damn nice table fare
4: and and through that and through that filming that we were doing and and started filming all our hunts and out west and putting them you know into 30 minute youtube videos we were doing that to, to to you know what dan's speaking to but it turned into us getting comments on youtube and and messages on facebook or instagram about guys who who have lost touch with their brother or our hunting buddy or a dad and and they loved watching me and dan You know, communicate in the way we, you know, we hunted together, and and that uh the camaraderie that we had in camp, and we we just started getting tons of messages of guys going, man, just from watching you guys, it's gonna make me reach out to my brother, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna reach back out to him, and I'm gonna try to get a trip because I
3: haven't busted his balls in two years. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, probably so. (laughs) Well, that's a lot of it. I mean, you guys
4: have seen it, man. We're pretty rough on each other, but I mean, it's it's all out of love anyway. It's all love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's become the coolest part of this for for me is is being able just to do what we do but but a- being able just like a song man to to speak to somebody you know and and, and try to try to maybe inspire someone to to get out there and, and do it a little more often maybe do it with some some people you love uh and then if they want to hear see this is the hard part This is the hard
0: like cuz you're a songwriter and other people do your guys stuff nah. how do they hear what well, if they want to go hear you do something
5: I mean they can catch a show otherwise we kind of keep it locked up Lunch pail, man. Lunch pail. Lunch pail.
6: Lunch pail. That's what we do. Click,
5: click. Pow, pow. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: All right, guys. This is fun, man. Enjoy hey, it. man. Thanks for having really, us. I, yeah, I, I've had such a
4: good time. Man. man, two, man. Us
2: too, man. For sure.
4: Oh, yeah, we, we
3: haven't laughed as much on a shoot in uh, uh, quite some time. Long time. It's good. We, yeah. yeah. We
4: were talking about it last night, and, and you always coming into these camps or hunts. You don't know what to expect because you've never met these people or and who you're hanging out sure. with. and Me and Torque talked about it, but... There's not been best one, friends by the one way once Apple. Yeah, they, let's high five right yeah, now. Yeah, bam. They've been high fiving all week because <laughs> we've been killing goats <laughs> with each other all week.
0: I was telling, I don't. This is my this is my final concluder. Uh, I was telling, I think I was sharing this with Luke the other day. I was saying like, if, if Americans like one story, it's they like to know what a asshole a celebrity is, the second favorite story is when they li- learn like how great a celebrity really is. <laughs> In that order. In that order.
4: That's true. true. In that order. That's true.
0: That's true. My wife's like, "What are those guys are like?" I said, "Man, these guys are great."
4: Yeah. She My wife said, says, "Oh, I." She's like,
0: say- "Really?" Like she was glad to hear it. Oh, wow.
6: <laughs> for real? Right. She was right. glad to hear it, man. Well, glad she, was, she
0: wasn't like,
5: "Oh." Dude, I
0: have to say, I have to say. I wanted you to tell me a story about a horrible Luke Holmes. Is. <laughs> no, she was dude, like, really? She my was wife, so lo- happy. my wife loves you, dude. Oh, good. She loves should, the show. Man. Shoot me your number, man. No,
6: <laughs> she's gonna laugh she's so hard. To me, dude, man. She's she gonna
4: is. laugh real hard. Nicole <laughs> <Dude, Jordan laughs> watches. Yeah, dude. Jordan yeah. watches. We're, we're Jordan big. media yeah. are Dude, fans, yeah. we're,
5: fans, man. we're big, big fans, man. I mean, this is so cool for us, dude. We're we're uh, it's kind of uh kind of out of uh, I can't we
4: kept saying that the whole way over we were like I can't believe this happened. Dude. Yeah man it's, it's almost been like a little shell shock all yeah. week because yeah we How we, about like,
5: Steve being a hard ass when he came St- Dad Steve 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 <laughs> <laughs> We were like and, yeah. Yeah. Caught, and
2: he The oh, artist guy. ghosted us he ghosted yeah. us man he artist us for sure. Man, I want to work on man. that
3: man.
0: performer well, no, performer I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding I, it's the listen man. I uh <laughs> I I view it that uh you were guests that were trying to lay something out and I was immediately very interested in just make getting the lay of the land and everything's everything's <laughs> good and lined up. Hey, it was a lot and of And once it's... I got that, okay, this is cool, everything's cool. Yeah, man. Then I was settled down, then I was ready to okay. tell you about the South and <laughs> For uh, Simon. What's I, really going on in the South. <laughs> I've had a great I've had a
1: great time on this trip. The last time I was on the what, what was it? The expensive podcast? The the name of it? Uh when we announced the, the Weatherby media oh, yeah, rifle. Exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah. and it was awesome to a now, very expensive podcast, episode. Very expensive <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah. episode. yeah so uh, Hell of a rock. Which that is a, was. That was just a few rifle, months man. ago. Yeah. And now a couple months later, you guys all using that rifle down some great antelope
4: yeah, that's a that's phenomenal man. rifle super fun yeah. Yep. yeah.
5: dude I'll hunt with that rifle for oh, yeah. absolutely. years to come absolutely yeah. yep.
4: thanks for sending them to us we appreciate real. you yep. thanks for everything the weather be 6.5 300 edition, yeah. six, five, 300, edition. It was some bitch made it will drop a goat yeah. in it's tracks baby <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> the third time
6: <laughs> hey
2: Reed did it that's right airball right. challenge dude Reed won the airball challenge dude I
4: shot Dan's uh, gun it was shooting high it was it was shooting high but my gun Dead on. All right. All right, let's go eat some antelope now. Let's yeah, eat some antelope. Thank you. Hey, thank you guys for running. Thanks, real. guys. had a blast.
0: Hey, if you follow wildlife news at all, you're probably aware that the island of Maui has an incredible abundance of Axis deer, so much so that they're causing ecological damage. Well, Maui Nui venison is thinning out some of those Axis deer herds and delivering venison sticks and fresh cuts to your door. Visit MauiNuiVenison.com. That's M-A-U-I-N-U-I-Venison.com. I just run a hoodie. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear.